and Fez. The Ron and Fez Show, making you pay with your lives. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, it's our Anything Goes Dyslexic Scrabble Tournament. Then we've got real ink, we've got real kids, it's Tattoo and Toddler Day. The Ron and Fez Show, all crunked up. Cut and print. That's the way we do it. One fucking take, boys. Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez show starts right now. Believe it? <laughs> it's been a hell of a trip. <laughs> sure is. But uh, after all is said and done, you, you did get me home, and I really appreciate hey, it. Hey, next time, let's go first class, all right? <laughs> God, I hope there isn't a next time. Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> I really do. It's been great meeting you, Neil. It really has. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry if I caused you any trouble. Oh, no, you didn't cause me any trouble. You got me home. And uh, a little late, a couple days. But uh, I'm a little wiser, too. So. Me, too. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, Neil. Okay. Give my love to the family, will you? Same to you. Maybe I'll get a chance to meet him one day. Okay. Uh, say hello to Marie for me. feel like I know her. Yeah. So... And you have a happy Thanksgiving. Hey, you know it. <laughs> Go on. I'm young and I'm strong. Under this godforsaken world by the balls. I've got a warm way to get to freedom. One day I'm gonna take it away. I was a soldier. 
down to it, boppers. Ah, buddies, it's the Run and Fez show. Time for your Ichi Buns. Ichiban. Ichiban, it's an Asian term, so let's get some Asian news right off the bat. Hey, Charlie, Charlie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Good morning, Mr. Bennington. Looks like North Korea is fucking around with South Korea again, throwing around some artillery shells. Here comes World War Three, my man. Well, uh, of course, there was missiles shot not that long ago from North Korea into a little island that belongs to South Korea, killed a couple South Korean Marines. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like to jump to conclusions, but Armageddon is here. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah, there's not a lot we can do about it, but if you're a religious person, start praying immediately, uh, find a spot with your maker. If you're not religious, it might be a time to, you know, do a bunch of dope or go have that extramarital affair that's been on the back of your mind. Ow. Try to get what little you can out of the small amount of life that you have left. Because, it's that bad? Yeah. Uh, this is what we've been waiting for since the beginning. This is East versus West now. Uh, the last gasp of what the devil likes to call wet-ass time. So it's all coming down, ladies and gentlemen. Not a lot we can do about it. We've been waiting for this since Alan Alda. This is what it's all been about. I don't know whether you guys watched MASH, but it was all laid out for you there. So uh, you can see that um, uh, the entire um, world is paying attention to this because this has been the front line for a long, long time. Uh, Fezzi, has been great knowing you. Sorry you're not going to be able to make it home for Thanksgiving, but uh, it's red alert time. Red alert, everybody. If you have guns, uh, just lean them up outside your window. Uh, keep an eye out for yourself. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron of Fez show. There you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. World at war. World at war. Um, but let's get to the important stuff. Justin, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Mr. B. Uh, Dave likes to call it the number one story, but I like to call it an Ichiban. Bristol Palin is a finalist on Dancing with the Stars. There you, there you have it. It's very, very shortly before Bristol Palin becomes... Number one. Number one. Which, of course, is another sign of the end times. Uh, I don't know whether you guys read the Bible, but in Revelations, there's a whole segment, and a fat girl shall lead them. And we never knew what they were, uh, a whirling dervish of chunkiness. It's all laid out there. And this is why um, everything is lined up. The dominoes are starting to fall, and you're seeing it laid out behind. Now, here's the interesting thing. You will be able to watch it all go down on TV. And see as it gets uh, closer and closer to your home. In HD? Um, well, if you got it. If you got it, enjoy it. Um, 
Let's go over here to Joe. Joe and Philly, you're on Run a Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. I'm about to break my Ichiban cherry, so please be gentle. All right, well, then let um, you wait. You deserve this, Joe. Ichiban. How sweet is that? Yeah. Hey, fuck all that World War Three shit. The real Ichiban. The place where Bernie saved more than Jesus and where Bobby Clark lifted a downtrodden city to be champions. The Spectrum takes its first shot to the belly today from a wrecking ball at 1222. Now, how, how do they, they're not bringing it all down with dynamite? They're just going to knock it down piece by piece? No, yeah, they're going to knock it down with a wrecking ball. They took the vet down with uh, explosives. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe because of how closely it's located to the new buildings, you know, I guess they got to be more careful. The spectrum is coming down, ladies and gentlemen, the place of the Broad Street Bullies, and, of course, um, one of the first major places that Mr. Bruce Springsteen played. The spectrum uh, is coming down in Philadelphia. Uh, Joe, this is, a bit, this is a bigger story than World War III. Number one. You've now moved uh, into the number one position. I wondered if it was the Koreans. Thank you, brother. But listen, I, I also didn't want to uh, neglect to mention that a, a young Ronnie B. from uh, Twin Oaks, was it? Yeah. Also was uh, arrested for selling horse tranquilizers to a undercover cop there. So. Now, let, let's get that out. straight. The only reason why I sold it to him, he was, he was not in, in uniform. Now, here's the funny thing. That fucker was wearing a... Flyers jersey, right? So when I started kicking and start yelling at everyone, he's a cop, get him off me. He pulled his fucking Flyers jersey off to flash his piece. Fucker. Uh, Alright. Yeah, he was. And then it's ping pow boom. It's on my eye. Fezzy was out the here. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Um Let's go over here to Travis. Travis in North Carolina. Welcome to World War Three. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good so far. No missiles yet. I have an Ichiban for you, Mr. B. Uh, by the way, with this world war breaking out, if anybody sees any sites of stuff, let me know. Uh, I've got a map up here. This is going to be the War Room Command Central. Apparently, Fezzi, this building is the only thing... Since we're here on the 36th floor, the only thing that will be able to stand a, a blast. So we are safe. Uh, I, stay stay up against the glass windows. Travis, what do you got, buddy? In an unfortunate turn for her sex appeal, Miley Cyrus's 18th birthday is today, and she's legal in all 50 states. She is legal, and she celebrated with cupcakes and apparently making out with a Pakistani man. I saw that. Good for her. Again. Reminds me of my 18th. Oh, my God. Is that disgusting. <laughs> and too bad it's not true. That's the only sad thing about it. If it was the true. The cupcake part was. If it, if it was true, you'd be a happier woman today. Uh, Danny, you're on Running Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. I got Ichiban. 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 In other important 18-year-old news, today CNN is claiming that they have found the jawbone of what they suspect to be the beautiful Natalie Holloway. I honestly believe I can put her back together, um, so keep looking for more parts. There's some Real stuff, good. yeah, there's some stuff I've been working on, and a lot of it has to do with the life juice of little girls, a la 
the event. And ladies and gentlemen, please save the event. Save the event. Just throw a hashtag on. What's the problem? All right. I'm going to throw a hashtag on. Um, Joe. Joe, you're on Ron Fez. Good morning. Yeah. Ex, Ex-Congressman Gary, Gary Condon can rest easy. The murderer of Chandra Levy has been found guilty. Um, now, yeah, well, I always thought it was Gary Condit. Apparently he had nothing to do with it, Fez. It was some right, fruit it w- picker. It was, yeah, like a drifter who had targeted joggers, whereas uh, Chandra Levy had been jogging. So way to go, health nuts. Way to do it for yourself. You know, no one ever gets attacked sitting in a bar having potato skins and shots. Although what happened was Gary Condit's DNA was found on Chandra Levy's panties. So that's what caused a lot of the trouble there for him. Right, but it doesn't make you a murderer. It makes you a guy who likes to, you know, has a friend or two. Um, here's uh, John. John, you're on Run Fest show. Hey, guys, I just wanted to give you a quick suggestion. If you guys should take the title as the official station of World War III. I would like to do it. Uh, this is your Armageddon News, all the updates. And I'll keep you updated with this. The war we've been waiting for, uh, of course, uh, North Korea shelled an island owned by South Korea today, killing a couple of Marines. Um, The U.S. immediately has come in to say we are backing South Korea. China and Russia said that they are backing North Korea. Oh, God. Great. Um, Next move, and it all starts. Uh, and apparently, I don't have all the details in yet, but there was some shots at the White House. Uh, the they, photographers are out front, and they showed Obama, and he was crying and trying to push his children and down into some kind of a silo or whatever they have, their safety net. Maybe we should just start killing the children because they won't want to live if they survive. Uh, and plus, they're food eaters. And really, the future... In my opinion, the future is the middle-aged, because these kids are just fucking slack-jaw stupid. They're weak. Yeah. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Man, somebody had put up a thing that said Fez's name came up on the Jay Thomas show, and then that person dropped off. I'm very curious to hear that. Um, Bill, Bill, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie. Yeah. Wasn't the first sign of the apocalypse when Dave was singing Sweet Child of Mine at that wedding? A little later on today, we will replay Dave's Sweet Child of Mine, which is quickly becoming viral. Um, and then, of course, a dramatic reading of the lyrics for Sweet Child of Mine, because some people complained at the uh, sound mix. They didn't, they couldn't hear him properly. And again, I'm not blaming that on Iraq. He probably didn't understand. He was, you know, doing a live concert there. He probably thought for sure, this is my wedding. This is my day. When in reality, we found out it was Eastside Dave's day. And the the start of the bootleg series for him. Uh, Lonnie, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B., I'm not going down without a fight there, brother. Armageddon's going to happen. I'm headed to Anthony Cumia's house. He's got all the weapons. From what I understand, shots have already been fired over there. Um, but apparently that's because a housekeeper misplaced some things and ants just had it. But again, I don't think that's tied in 
with World War III, but the official word is, Fezzi, China and Russia both said they are backing uh, North Korea in this. And I brought up the United States as we're with South Korea. Right. So is Western Europe. So you have to figure right now, all over the world, there are nukes pointed at each other. This is the end of a fucking Tarantino movie, ladies and gentlemen. Um, MASH is coming true. This is it. Ah, so crazy. Ah, what are you going to do? Uh, John, John, you're on Ron Fez. How you doing, Ronnie? I got an Ichi Bond for you. Ichi Last night, Terminal 5, west side of New York City. Bob Dylan opened to New York tour there. The show, Ronnie, was phenomenal. Is that right? Absolutely phenomenal. He was on fire. Wow, I haven't heard anybody say that about Dylan in a long, long time. I'm telling you, Ronnie, you know what? I'm telling you, it was just, I don't know, maybe that it was his first show, but I'm telling you, he was, it was the great, one of the greatest shows I've seen in a long time. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Bob Dylan back on tour, and what a way to end the world with our greatest poet back on tour again. Should I start looting? You do that anyway. But I just want to say this, Hicks. It's been a pleasure serving with you. Likewise, Ron. I think we ought to try to stay on the on the air to the last fucking second. As soon as the fucking bombs drop and we just shadows that, on a fucking wall. That is, a, unless uh, North Korea decides to knock out our satellites, the satellite of love, up there in a figure eight at all times. Um, Fezzi, this was a big, big day for you. A childhood dream came true. Here in the halls, you got to see Lee Majors. Lee Majors. Oh, when I was a little kid, I just loved Lee Majors and the Six Million Dollar Man. I had his photos up in my room. If there was an article in the paper about Six, six Million Dollar Man, I would cut the photos out and put it up. I even tried at my school, at my elementary school, to get a Lee Majors fan club started. You know, I should have mentioned that to him, that I wrote to him for an autographed so, picture and to get a fan club started and never heard back. Did you, um, so you did go over and introduce yourself? No, no, I didn't have the nerve. Absolutely not. Now, he did O&A today, right? Yeah, yep. Why didn't you do a run-in and come in and just sit in the corner and just be here? It was, it was just weird seeing him in the hallway. Well, I'll tell you this, he looks fantastic. Doesn't he look great? Yeah, and I actually said this. Lee Majors, the six million dollar man. Trying to do a Santa Claus voice there from Scrooge, because I always thought that that was the funny thing that they just called him Lee Majors in that. He wasn't <laughs> even like uh, Steve Austin. He was just Lee Majors. You've been a real good boy, Lee. Well, that's say that would have been perfect to say to him, Fez. Why don't you try that? Oh, I just uh, because I was you know just a t child again, just seeing him. Here's the weird thing, Hicks, and I'm not making this up. So I see Fez in the hall, and he says something to me. So I walk in the bathroom, and he's, he's talking to me, and I go, and I hit the urinal, and then he backs, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'll go. And I go, I'm fine, you can talk to me while I piss. So he comes over, right, I'm at the last urinal. Okay. He stands by the sink and acts like he's washing his hands. <laughs> I'm not making this up. And this is what I hear. 
there was a thing. And I go, Fez, I can't fucking hear you. And he goes, I'll talk to you later. And he runs outside. I have so, trouble with public bathrooms. But you were, your dick wasn't even out. So um, the weird thing was, what he was trying to tell me is that Lee Majors was down the hall. And I could see him. Uh, you know, he was doing another interview. I could see him when we go by. But he was talking to me like this. There's a thing with Lee Majors. And he's... I couldn't hear a fucking thing. It doesn't need to be whispered. Just, hey, Lee Majors down the hall. Have, enjoy your piss. <laughs> well, he makes everything a little more fucking difficult than it needs to be. Um, let's go to Mark. Mark, you're on Fez. Fez, when you say that you loved Lee Majors when you were a kid, did you mean when you were 40? Oh! I meant when I was a tiny child. Lee Majors, how I loved him. And could not wait for Friday nights on ABC. The weirdest thing here is I saw Lee Majors and he was with his daughter and it looked like they started making out. That's his wife. Wow. That's Mrs. Majors. Uh, it's good to have a TV show, isn't it, Lee? Now, I remember when I was a little kid, he was in The Fall Guy. So Okay. That was, uh, I guess, 12 years later, but... Oh, I was a baby. I was an infant when Fall Guy used to come on. So little. Uh, Joe, Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Sorry to bother you again. Um, hmm. Just wanted to find out if uh, Fez mentioned to Lee Majors that he looked like a million bucks. See ya. He would have dropped five. Yeah, I would have used six to look million. like You used to look like six mil. Now you look like a mil. Did you ask him to see if his dick still, uh, if you could smell his dick to see if it still smelled like Farrah Fawcett? No, I didn't ask that. That didn't come up. Seriously, that's an impressive thing. He banged Farrah Fawcett. Of course, so did Ryan O'Neill and your name and go right down the fucking line. He got in there early, though. Well, he was after Ryan O'Neill, I believe, and then before Ryan O'Neill. I think she went back and forth with Ryan O'Neill. But I'll tell you this. He's not doing bad now, that uh, cute girl that he's with. That's his wife, huh? Mm-hmm. Way to go, Lee. Yep. Uh, Andrew, you're on running Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, Fez couldn't go into ONA studio because he was walking around with a boner all morning. Um, is that true, Fez? I, Were you afraid to pop tent your way no, into here? I did not have wood. Of course, I don't know. I don't know if uh, what would have happened had I talked to Lee Majors, but I did not have wood at the time. It's disgusting to even bring up. Um, here's Sean. Sean, you're on Fez. Morning, boys. Well. Uh it's official. Al Gore's a fucking liar because it's minus 33 Celsius in Calgary now, making it the second coldest place on the planet next to Antarctica. All right. Uh, and, and Mikey Boy actually called for this. We need to stop the joke. Al Gore is a liar. It's just it's been overdone. We, you know, if you even got a new spin on it, it would be great. But beyond that, it's fucking 60 here in New York City today. And they say the reason is. Um, and I was surprised about this, but the Earth is out of its orbit, and it's, I guess, moving very quickly into the sun, and the sun will eventually engulf us, provided we don't blow ourselves up first. I vote for nuclear winter. 
Well, maybe you need to see a little something, say, uh... Then you're going to need a nuclear winter coat. Uh, here's Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Fezzy, uh, have you ever watched uh, Baba Black Sheep? No, I, kn- Majors? no I, didn't th- I didn't know he was in that. I thought that was Robert Conrad. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't Lee Majors. Uh, Fez is 100% right. Look, you're going to... Fez is stupid about most things except for when it comes to television. And then Fez will be able to tell you what network anything was on. All this shit when you were, like, thinking to yourself, hey, that was the age where he should have been out having fun. No. It was him sitting in front of his TV, like Frankie Angel, just watching show after show after show. Um, Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? Listen, I just wanted to let you know, Lee Major's wife is 35 years younger than him. Let's go for Lee, huh? All right. Got him credit there. Lee Major's heading down a little bit. And he even said this to me. She's getting a little old on me, though. Really? Yeah. He's like 71, though. He said, I'm getting older, but they stay the same age. And he said, pink is my favorite color. All right, all right, party at the Moon Tower, y'all. I'm like, what are you talking about, Lee Majors? You weren't even in Bad Bad Black Sheep. I just got it from Fez. Let's stop acting like Lee Majors was in every single TV show. What was he here promoting? Uh, the $6 million man is finally out on DVD. You know, good luck selling those fucking things. Seriously, a, a time and a place, but I don't think people are sitting up at night going, I wish I could pop, pop on a couple seasons of Six Million Dollar Man. It took a long time for this to come out. Um, well, I guess I'm counting the years even before they had DVD when the show was already off the air. Well, when did it go off the air? Um, I think in the late 70s. Was it even on the air? Or was that just made up? This is a mass dream. Um, All right, well, while we're waiting for the nuclear winter to engulf us all, and Fez, what are we going to need? We're going to need... Nuclear winter... Coats. Yeah, that was your good line from earlier. I really liked it. Nuclear winter coats. Yeah, I loved it. Um, What's happening in the news, Fezzy? What's in Fez Watley's news kitchen right now? I am obsessed with the story out of Hollywood of the... Can we change that to Holly Weird? This is Holly Weird. From the lamestream media? Of this publicist that got gunned down while driving home from a movie premiere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... She's uh, an Oscar publicist? Right, Ronnie Chase. And her, one, part of her gig is to try to get publicity for Oscar buzz. So if she has clients that might, you know, be potential Oscar nominees, she talks to reporters and websites and, uh, you know, magazines trying to get press on her clients and was just all shot up driving home from a premiere of Burlesque starring Cher. And they have no suspects. And this is I'm, I'm not even one of those true crime people, but for some reason, I'm just trying to get all the information about this. Maybe it's because of, you know, that I've had some threatening letters mailed to my home in the past couple weeks. But there's... What? 
There's, well, I did. I had uh, a couple of very threatening letters mailed to my home address. Right. Uh, but A, why bring that up and tie it in with a murder? And B, uh, it's on the other side of the world. It doesn't really have that much to do with you. Yeah, but it's just that they haven't caught anyone yet. And it just, and they said one theory that it may have just been random. Mm -hmm. But it's not like she, you know, was being carjacked or robbed. They just shot at her. She was shot like five or seven times, I think. Five or seven? No, six. I wonder if the motherfucker found a way to reload. Um, but here's the thing, Fez. A, this could have been a million different things. What makes you think it has to do with Hollywood? Maybe it was an ex-lover. Maybe it was road rage where somebody got pissed off at her, pulled up, put a couple into her. Uh -huh. Maybe it was somebody who wanted to carjack her. And as soon as he shot her, fucking, you know, freaked out, ran away. I mean, this is why it's hard to do this kind of random killing in police work. Yeah. They're, they're trying. Yeah. They're, well, they're trying to get footage, uh, you know, because this she was shot to death um, on the street outside of Buddy Hackett's old house where Buddy Hackett used to live. And they know there, there was. What was her monitor? I'm uh, sorry. I was doing a Jane Moore on mass thing. Oh, uh, Buddy Hackett taught, uh, taught him all about the monitor. Anyway, let's get back into you. So you're obsessed with this. Yeah, I'm just reading whatever article I can find about this. They had a funeral yesterday. It seemed like she was well-liked within the Hollywood community. Apparently, a Well, lot you only have to be disliked by one person. Yeah. But it's... And it just... I don't know. It's just the fact that they haven't caught anyone yet. And maybe it's the show business aspect of it, too. Because it seems like those were the circles she ran around in, and if it was any sort of revenge murder, that person would also probably be in show business. Right. But why do you identify with it? I, that's what I would love to know. See, there's always this thing in journalism about a murder in a good neighborhood. Like, the reality of it is this. There's murders all over the place. They're not sexy enough for you. They're not glamorous enough for you. So in the history of journalism, it was always better for it to be in a nice neighborhood. People suddenly get excited about it. O.J. and his wife, much more exciting than the scores and scores of these cases that go by probably every month. So again, it's not so much that there's anything in particular about this. It's just the fact that this is the one making the uh, uh, making the news right now. Um, now I just put in "murder in a good neighborhood" uh -huh. in the Google, and she popped right up. She was the number one story. Uh, Fox News is now saying it looks like a professional hit, so it probably wasn't done. If they if they're telling the truth. It probably wasn't done by an ex-client or something, but it looked like somebody might have hired uh, to have her hit. Now, here's the other part of it. If she's a publicist, she's talking to everybody, right? Right, yeah. Maybe she had a little piece of news somebody didn't want her to know. Maybe she knew a little something she wasn't supposed to know. Uh, Steve, you're on the Run Fish Show. Hey, Ronnie. I was wondering... Uh... Why Heat Major's uh, six million dollar man came out before Fez did? Eight six six run zero Fez eight six six 
Ron Zero Fez. Here's Ford. Ford, you're on the Ron Fez show. I think this hits all part of the Hollywood mafia that Randy Quaid's been warning us about. Well, now, Fez, you say you're worried because you've gotten threatening emails or letters. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's just mailed uh, directly to my home, to my home address. Over the weekend, I uh, had a weird phone call in the middle of the night. What did they say? It was, um, it was basically just the uh, breathing, hmm. the heavy breathing. Uh, here's Vince from Connecticut. Radio Shark, how you doing, buddy? Ah, you got found out, didn't you? Who's on the phones? That'd be Draft House. Tell the kid, put one notch on his gun belt. He's doing good today. So, uh, somebody's calling you and jacking off into the phone? I, I don't know what they're doing on the other line, but it's those middle-of-the-night phone calls that just make me jump out of my skin, and mm. then, you know, then I can't get to sleep again the rest of the night. Well, it's probably really smart if you think you got somebody bothering you to let them know that you're getting to them by talking about it on the air. That's brilliant. I never thought about that. Here's the thing that bothers me. Um, and I was wondering how you were able to tie this in with yourself, but you were able to do it. A uh, murder takes place 3,000 miles away, and you tie it into heavy breathing. You think it's the same person? I hope not. I don't think so. Mm. Um, all right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Ray in Chicago. Yeah, thanks to the Koreans, it looks like we'll be able to blow the dust off our copy of uh, Weird Al Yankovic's Christmas at Ground Zero. Well, Weird Al has always been ahead of his time, hasn't he? Always just a little bit. If anything else, I'm probably just going to listen to King of Suede. Because it's so crazy. Uh, Sean, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ronnie, be a buck three eighty, my friend. Thank you. I was wondering if uh, tomorrow, Fezzy at the airport, if he's going to opt out and get his balls rubbed, or is he going to go through the scanner? What have you decided to do, Fezzy? What I'm going to do is I will opt out and go for the pat down. You don't want him to see you? No, I don't. I don't. I don't want uh, when these scanner images show up across the country on the internet. Mm -hmm. I don't want my naked photo going out there. I will take. The, I will wear my rattiest pair of underwear, and I will go for the pat down. How can you tell which are the rattiest pair? Because we've seen you drop drone here. Which his underwear alone, how baggy and disgusting they are. Let me know he doesn't have a secret. There is no secret. There's no fashion there. No. Um, Mike, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, murders in good neighborhoods, strange phone calls at night, weird letters. Sounds like it could only be one thing, the Riddler. Let me know he doesn't... Uh, well, let's put it this way. Um, I saw this thing. What's Batman's name, the guy who plays him? Chris... Christian Bale. Christian Bale said this will definitely be his last Batman. He's not doing any more. You've lost bail. No Riddler, 
no bail. I'm bailing out on this one. Uh, and the reason that he gave, he said that he found out he could do the Batman character no matter what movie he is in. Uh, he's in a movie with Mark Wahlberg. He's still going to be wearing the cow and talking like this. Boxing Batman. You've got to stick him and move, Wahlberg. This isn't the happening. All right? You're in the squared circle now. Look the other way for just a second and I'll be gone. Vanished. Bat style. One more thing. Fuck Lee Majors. Batman versus Lee Majors. It's over in a heartbeat. I was sub, um, am all drunk at a party the other night. Oh, sweet child of mine. She's got the eyes of a wooden train. Um, so Christian Bale, bailing out. Oh, I got an update for you. And this goes back to that caller. Spy report. Spy report. That was not uh, the Holloway girl's jawbone. It was a different jawbone. I never noticed this. She was in flags in high school. Oh, yeah. Yep. Part of the color guard, I think they call that. You know, you fucking racist. I don't have any part from For me, it's just the guard. Doesn't matter if they're white kids or black kids. I don't care if they're little fucking backstabbing North Korean kids who are out to destroy the world. Color. Color. Let me tell you something. I could go by in a plane, grab one of those North Koreans and pull him out into the sky. I don't know whether you saw the last Batman, but I was able to do it. Alfred will stay with the Russian girls. Perfect cover. And if you want to, we can get that colored guy from Million Dollar uh, Girl, Million Dollar Baby, to go in there and leave a phone behind. Might be perfect for us. Um, Jamie Armanifest. Hey, I got 10 bucks. Says after his first airport pat-down, says he's in the airport four days a week. If it's a good enough pat-down, I may lose my fear of flying. Uh, Dennis, you're in Fez. Hey, Fezzy, did you like uh, Lee Majors better as Spencer for Hire or Dan Tanner? All well, right. Listen to him, Fez. This was your day. You got to see your first childhood rock, and you loved it. But I, I'm only disappointed that you didn't go over and meet him. Yeah, it was just, it was too nerve-wracking. It was, I didn't know, you know, to... Why didn't you call ONA and say, just let me come in and sit on the couch and watch this take place? And if your courage was there, you could have got up and told him the story about when you tried to start a Lee Majors fan club um, with all the guys at work and in the Foreign Legion that you were hanging out with. But the point is this, Fuzzy. It was the kids at school, Ron. Put yourself out there. You're having a particularly good day today. Did you see the shrink last night? Yes, I did. It's working wonders. And we focalized. Oh, God, that disgusting fuck. What did he do to you? Was your ass bleeding? No, it's in my mind. Oh, God, you're fucked, you. That disgusting freak. Um, why don't you come in here and say to Lee Majors, I was your biggest fan, I tried to start... A fan club for you when I was in school. Would you sign my dick to me for me? You just better put down LM. Unless I can get excited. And then I want you to write out Lee Majors, the $6 million man. Yeah, it was, um, 
as soon as I saw him in the, in the hallway, I was like, it just all came flooding back. You come? No, just the memories, the childhood memories. Of come? No, of the six million dollar man. Did you just like lay there in your uh, PJs, face down on the floor, looking up all smiling at the six million dollar man, finger in your own taint? Someday, someday, I'll be like the six million dollar man and I'll have panic attacks in the subway. It was also, you know, then you would have Andre the Giant guest starring as Bigfoot on the six million dollar man. So it was just the best of both worlds. You'd have wrestling and bionics combined. You'd say you would have it like I would have it. No, I'll never have that combined. You were the one that had it. And it was fantastic. Oh, you mean sexually? No, just watching, just waiting for Friday. Was that your first droplet of sperm that you were able to lay out? I think I was too young for that. Disgusting. I remember being very upset when Mother threw out the $6 million man TV guide that I was trying to save. Did you start crying? You know I was trying to save that! I hate you! Um, I didn't want to. I was saving this for Christmas. Do you want it now? Okay. Um, we got one of those things signed for you by Lee Majors. Nah. Yeah, uh, I got Sam and Iraq. Uh, Sam took care of it for today. I called Iraq first, but obviously he's not in. And Lee Majors has signed the DVD to you, and it just says, "Hey, fatty, heard you used to jerk off to me." All right, so that's kind of bittersweet to me. Oh, you're calm? No. You know what that might oh. be? Too many Tic Tacs. The autograph, because, oh. yes, all these years later, still waiting for my autograph from Lee Majors to show up in the mail. And now I've got it, but it's not exactly what I was hoping for. Especially the fatty part. Uh, time here, Manifest. Boys. Yeah. What was better than Colt Seaver's The Unknown Stuntman on Fall Guy? I mean, he was the man on that show, and he, you know he was tapping Heather Thomas. You know he was. No, she was like a niece to him. She was like a niece. Uh, were you close to Lee Majors? Cause I, I, in the hall and all that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want to bring you bring this up today. But I don't know what's going on with you. Your breast smells like zombie dick. And apparently Lee Majors has complained about it. Well, I... Have you... Just tell me if you've been sucking old dead cock. No, I haven't. Hmm. Steve, you're on the run of Fez show. I carry a lot of breast spray. Oh, hey, hey, God. Oh, For the no. cum... Steve, did you have all the toys as a kid? Did you have the Mascatron and the uh, the big and the Oscar Goldman and all that stuff? Oh. Did, you have, did you have the dildo that had Lee Majors head on it that you go in and out of your ass? We did not have a six million dollar man dildo. Too bad. The bionic Those things dildo. are great. But I did have the toys. I had the action figures. I had the Bigfoot. Dude, next time something like that happens, you should have came in. Oh, and I would have been cracking up if you would have just been sitting in here. All childish, bringing up all this stuff that you had. And that, could you imagine 
the embarrassment on Lee Major's face as this white bearded fucking guy is screaming, I had your toys. With my Your beard is older than Lee Major's wife. With my premature grain, I look older than Lee Majors at this point. It's not premature. It's not premature. Um, here's Todd. Todd, you're in front of Fez. Hey, Ronnie. You know, Lee Majors was no Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds had a cooler car. Oh, <laughs> shut your face, Burt Reynolds, over Lee Majors. You gotta be kidding me. Burt Reynolds was a joke with the goofy mustache and everything. Lee Majors was the guy. He was the man. He was the $6 million man. Um, Burt Reynolds versus Lee Majors. It's not even close. Which one of them got movies? Burt Reynolds did some movies. Did some movies. He was the biggest movie star in the world three or maybe four years in a row. And was actually during $6 million man. But you probably didn't go out to the movies. No, I did. I'd rather stay. I'd rather stay home and watch Six Million Dollar Man than go to a Burt Reynolds movie any night of the week. Now, did you? Um, did you actually feel better if your sister ta started talking while it was on? No, it would drive <laughs> you insane because no DVR at that point. My God, how old are you? Where you could just roll it back. No, of course there would have to be some sort of discussion or go brush your teeth and get ready for bed during the commercial and go, come back and miss something because it took too long. Go brush your teeth. Your breath smells like you've been sucking zombie dick. That wasn't how it was brought up. Well, you know, parents can be nicer. Uh, Mike, you're on run a fez. Hey, good morning, Ron. How are you? None of your business, Mike. Hey, I wanted to let you know that SC Dallas lost the championship last night. Uh, I called last week and knew nothing about soccer. But what I'm calling for is Fez. I have a cereal bowl, a $6 million man cereal bowl. And if you promise to take care of it, I'll mail it to you. Here's the problem. Uh, Fez will eat something like that and it'll crush his stomach. Do you want a, 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 somebody's old cereal bowl, Fez, that you can eat out of? <laughs> No, yeah, it kind of nails me, Ronnie. It kind of sounds disgusting. It's like you would pour the milk in it and it would instantly go bad. Mm. Just because someone else has been chowing out of this thing for uh, the past decades. Oh, many decades now. Five, I believe. Uh, Sean, you're on my face. Hey, Ron. Hey, yeah. Michael Knight was way cooler than Colt. Are you insane? Michael Knight was pretty cool, Fez. Yeah, yes, uh, there was the car. That was it. The, maybe the car was cool, but Michael Knight wasn't. And Lee Majors didn't need a car. He could run up to 60 miles an hour on his bionic legs. So to get r away from him, all you had to do was get in a car and go 65, and he would just be a little bit behind you. He could run with those legs. He could jump incredible heights with those bionic legs. Michael Knight. What else oh, could yeah. you do? All you needed was someone to sit behind the wheel. That's what you got there. What else could he do? What else could uh, Lee Majors do? He had uh, super strength in his one bionic arm where he could lift huge weights or crush things. And then also he could see incredible distances with his bionic eye.
I think the Hulk was better than the Six Million Dollar Man. Are you nuts? Oh, come on. The Hulk could beat the shit out of the Six Million Dollar Man. I don't even think that would be close, though, Fez. No, the, the Hulk. Who's yeah. better, baby? Yeah, let's tune in to the Hulk and watch um, the green paint drip off of Lou Ferrigno because they could never keep it on him. Oh, he looked great as a fucking uh, Hulk. Come on. But here's the Half thing. Half of him wasn't even painted. Didn't uh, Lee Majors, didn't even that girl, this, uh, the bionic girl, beat him up once? He got, uh, yes, there was a battle between him and Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman. She was being controlled. Now, but he you, didn't want to hurt her. Were you happy when there was a bionic, bionic woman, or did you feel like it watered down the product? I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing, people? We've got the bionic man. We don't need some sort of bionic girlfriend for him. He's fine on his own. Um, Got he, Bigfoot as his friend. Here's Fezzy's cat, your man Fez. Hey, good morning, boys. Hey, yeah. Fezzy, MacGyver's way cooler than this. MacGyver is pretty fucking cool. MacGyver with his mullet, forget it. Lee Majors is the top TV action star of all time. Nobody comes close to him. MacGyver, oh yeah, give me a paperclip and some chewing gum. That's real believable. Um, Mike, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie, great show, buddy. I, I just want to say, greatest American hero was six million times better. That is true. Man. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. That show was just garbage. I think I tried to watch it once and couldn't make it through it. You hated that show? Yes. Oh, yes. He has trouble flying. We get it. Yes. He crashes into things. Three Stooges with a cape. Listen to this song now. This is on my answering machine. It was Richard Simmons that started this. Not a lot of people know that. He's much more attractive when he was younger. Um, Ryan, you're on Renefez. Yeah, uh, B.J. McKay is much better than Lee Majors anyway. He had the, he had the truck, he had the monkey, he had that it all. That's true. Right, B.J. McKay and his best friend, Bear. They were adorable together. Should have named the monkey Monkey instead of Bear. Is that racist? No, it's not racist. And if he didn't have the chimp, he's just Lady Trucker. <laughs> she's got a monkey, but she's driving around with it in her pants. It was nothing to that show, unless the chimp did something cute. Oh, so you're admitting that the chimp was good? Uh, the chi I mean, people like monkeys, that's for sure, but Lee Majors didn't need to stoop to cheap gimmicks like that. Why didn't you fucking say anything to him? I was too nervous. Why didn't you ask Ope just to let you hang around in the background? They would not have out at you. You'd be able to be there. That never would have happened. Be part of it. Maybe you could have gave like little notes to Opie, like, here, um, bring up the fact that he could see really far. Or what was it like to own your own cereal bowl? Or would you ever have had sex with a creepy little fat kid? It's sad when you start to think about it. I really wish you would have came in and met him, though. Um, Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Fez. 
the Duke boys would have beat the shit out of the $6 million. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that, Fez. Those guys were unbelievable. And much bigger stars. There's every doubt in the world. It was the same show every week. Oh, let's drive fast away from Boss Hog. Uh-oh, here comes the sheriff. Those Duke boys. Oh, yuck. So you didn't like it? Not compared to the $6 million man. No way. He, that's your favorite? There was no science fiction at all in Dukes the Hazard. Well, what was the $6 million man's job? What was he doing? He worked um, He worked undercover and for the government. Uh-huh. And he had to get into places using his bionic powers. Well, what and, places? And go on missions and, like, rescue people who were kidnapped and things like that. And it was very off the books. It was kind of like a CS, uh, CIA thing. So he had a secret. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't let anyone know he was bionic. And he just kind of, he kept it on the down low, too. You know, when he was, you know, getting his missions. Um, now, did you know that this started as a book series? There's four novels? I had no idea. It started with a book called Cyborg. Um, and then later they novelized different episodes and <laughs> mailed them out to people. I'm going to ask you a couple questions here. Do you remember who Oscar Goldman was? That was Lee Majors, well, uh, Steve Austin, the $6 million uh, man. That was his um, superior. Okay. Gave him his missions. Uh, do you know who Dr. Rudy Wells was? Dr. Rudy Wells was the very controversial doctor and scientist who uh, performed the bionic operation. Oh, this was controversial. It wasn't a lot of people. That was a highly top secret military program, mm. you know, to do this. Uh, Jamie Summers. Jamie Summers, the bionic woman. And the only character to beat him up multiple times, according to this. Beat him up and one time made him cry. And another time got him in a headlock and what let him out until uh, he said that she was much better. Uh, do you remember Oliver Spencer? Oliver Spencer. I'm not sure. I think he might have been a cyborg. It said the director of the OSO in pilot only. So that was a trick question. Oh, okay. Do you remember Peggy Callahan? Peggy Callahan was, I think she worked for Steve Austin, the $6 million man. Well, she was the secretary to Oscar Goldman, so okay. she would help him. Um, let's go over some of the guest stars and see if you remember them. Well, Farrah Fawcett Majors was on four times. Did you know that? Um, I, I didn't know four times, but I think she played an astronaut. Uh, Andre the Giant, you already brought up. Bigfoot. Elizabeth Ashley was on it. Kim Bassinger. Did the show. I had no idea. Sonny Bono. Lou Gossett did the show. Now, this is one I would have loved to see. Larry Zonka and Dick Buckus were on the show. I think I remember that episode. We'll have to break out one of these DVD sets. Eric Estrada. Mike Farrell was a guest on the show. Earl Holloman, who did every single show in the 70s. <laughs> yep. Jane Kennedy was on the show. Stephanie Powers. This is one I would have loved to see, and Kathy Rigby stopped by. Do you remember any of these? I think she played Kathy Rigby. Uh, Rodney Allen Rippey, Pernell Roberts. Kid in Trouble, yeah, not Pernell, but Rodney Allen Rippey. Dick Sargent, John Saxton, William Shatner. 
Yeah, John Saxton, he played, um, I think it was some sort of robot race of people. They might have been alien robots, I'm trying to remember. But I remember the battle scene where the $6 million man punched him and his face came off. Uh, Suzanne Summers, Rick Springfield, George Takei as an OK. Ray Walston, Carl Weathers did the show. Dick Van Patten and Adam Rich were on. This is crazy how many people did that show. A lot of guest stars. He had a lot of love interests on the show. Um, I don't know if Dick Van Patten was one of them. All right, here's the weird thing. Started as three television movies in 73, and then 74 to 78. It was on TV. I remember being freaked out during that first movie where they did the bionic operation, and he lifted his arm, and he... Uh, well, the he's something happened to his arm, and you could see the wires hanging out of it. It was so freaky as a kid. I, I'm sure I had nightmares, but then couldn't look away. Mark, you're running Fez. Yeah, Fezzy. B. A. Baracus would have ass raped uh, Lee, uh, Lee Majors. Did me fool. I sincerely doubt it. Yeah, he needed a whole team around him. Lee Majors was on his own for the OSO. Uh, Andy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Fezzy, big problem. We actually talked about this in ONA today. The, the key weakness for the $6 million man as a character is that eventually the bionics meet up with him, like just normal guy. So and he can so be killed. If you stress the bionics, you rip, all you have to do to get him to stop or to stop him is to rip his arm out of his socket. Auto man could beat him. Right, but you got to go through that super strong bionic arm to get to him. To get so yeah. just come in on the other side. You're still going to get clobbered. He's going to throw you halfway across the room. That's He was always throwing bad guys across the warehouse floor into a bunch of boxes. And would you be jumping up and down in your little fucking footy PJs? You're doing it. You're winning. Yeah, very excited when finally, you know, he was finally conquering the bad guys because they were always smart asses. Well, what I'd like to do, Fezzy, is start bringing uh, Lee Majors in here every day for you to see. Because you got your energy back. You're like um, Fez Watley. All right, we're going to take a break here. When we get back, um, I think we've got a new production piece based on uh, Steve Tyson. America's hottest young comic who's doing great. Also coming up, we are going to replay the East Side Dave song and we have a dramatic dramatic reading of his version of the lyrics of that show. Uh, back in just a few moments after the jump, it's Ronnie Fez. Ronnie B. Fezzy W. Ronnie Fez. Serious 197. XM 202.
Ron and Fez show on a Tuesday. By the way, this is the end of our short porch, uh, but we will do some stuff for Thanksgiving. And um, also check to see if we replay the Thanksgiving show. I think we did that last year on Black Friday. Okay. Uh, but I was talking to Hicks last night, and I thought uh, not only that, but we'd play some previous Thanksgiving shows, shows that we had Eastside Dave and Earl with us. Let's face it, times that we were actually thankful. So we're going to go from just because we're having an unthankful year is no reason not to have a Thanksgiving. Or else we probably wouldn't eat that much turkey. you got to thank, uh, be thankful for the little stuff. Now, Fezzi, you've had an amazing uh, first hour today, and I'm very, very happy to see you all pumped up. And it's because your boyhood hero was in the building. Today. Right, yeah. Lee Majors. Uh, he... Well, do you remember last week when we did the thing with Ronnie Spector and I had Annie Lennox came in, and they were both so happy and excited to meet each other. Oh, it's fantastic. And all because Annie hadn't left the building yet. Well, um, we got something for you, my friend. Rustin went out to grab him. Let's bring him in right now. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. You're absolutely kidding me. Yeah, come on in. It's Steve Tyson, <laughs> the uh, comic. Ow. <laughs> Don't hug me, Steve Tyson. Don't hug me. Did that let you down? I was yes. <laughs> look, look, look at his eyes right now. I was his so eyes have watered excited. up. But you had the opportunity today. I know, but this is you see. This is what would happen. I know, if but I that's had a good two thing. Words to him, but that's a good thing. I, yeah. I passed him in the hallway <laughs> and almost keeled over. Oh, that's hysterical. When why? Was... Why didn't you uh, call me? And I would have came in and introduced the two of you. Oh, it seemed like such silly childhood stuff, That's Ronnie. That's the best kind of stuff in the world to have. That's the best kind of stuff in the world to have. Um, Steve Tyson, you getting a lot of feedback right now on some of the stand-up you didn't hear yesterday? The people are in love with me. I imagine this is uh, what it was like when Dice finally broke onto the scene and it was just Dice Mania. I mean, the people are just... Uh, this is Tice Mania? This is Tyson Mania right here, running wild on America. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Isn't it Tiss? It's, it's now, where, how are you finding out about it, really? Uh, had to go to the Twitter account? I, I took about one look at the Twitter account. And, and then, couldn't handle And I said, you know what, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to check back at the Twitter account a little bit later because people, you know, they're... Um, well, they're not always... They're not used to new people. No, no. And that never or rarely works out. Yes. Um, I remember the... And this is kind of embarrassing to look back on it, but I remember the first time I appeared on the radio down in Tampa and then they offered me a contract that day. <laughs> and I thought to myself, this is so... This business can be so unrelenting. Right, right, right. Um, well, I'll go back and look at this, but apparently the uh, the guys have put some stuff together for you, and this is uh, a production piece uh, based on what you did yesterday. On, on me? Yeah. Oh, great. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage tonight is a young man making his first appearance here at the Yuck Yuck Farm. <laughs> it's our own Steve Tyson. Stevie! Boom! You know, I'm making this sound like it's spontaneous. 
It's like it's supposed to be like. <laughs> I fuck so much. Call me, call me, call me, call me crazy. I have a uh, small penis. For real? I have a uh, small penis. Seriously? I have a uh, small penis. No punchlines. Oh my god. I, I'm like a really anxious person. I fuck so much. Don't you just love how some people are assholes? Uh, let me tell you, bigger penises, um, um, it's Tyson, end of discussion, um, um, uh, it's Tyson, end of discussion, BOOM! Wow, it would have been so much better to have lead majors, now I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. That was so. cool. The Steve Tyson remix. It's really bad to have, like, my voice with an effect on it, just echoing in my headphones, you know, um, stuttering. Let's, uh, I'm going to go back and read some of this stuff uh, over here from yesterday. Uh, Ant gets Opie and Jim, Ron gets Fez and Tyson. If Ron goes crazy in the studio and kills somebody, it's justifiable homicide. <laughs> uh, here's another one for you. Uh, drink a, a gallon of Four loco, you fucking hack. Jesus. Hmm. Tyson sounds like the white Earl and his inability to talk. Um, here's one that's nice. I like this fucking idiot. Really? Oh, here's another nice one. Ronnie B is a brand new Mercedes parked in the middle of a shitty junkyard. Hmm. Um, <laughs> here's one about you. So one of the Make-A-Wish kids is trying their hand at stand-up. Nice. Right. Um, here's, uh, this is one. Please get this unfunny shit dick off the air. He stinks. Well, they're not all going to be positive. No. No. Here's one. Leave Steve Tyson alone. It's not his fault his mother developed a crack habit during her third trimester. She did not. Mom was not a crack addict. Is this Steve Tyson or 50 Tyson? 50 Tyson. Fuck all you haters. Fuck all you radio people. He's the best. I love when he just attacks radio shows. Uh, tisk tisk. Steve Tyson is as funny as a trailer full of dead Mexicans. That might be funny. So now the other intern is stealing second Mike or Mick. Um, I have, an, I have an opening for an unfunny accountant. I think uh, Steve Tyson would be perfect. That's from Millie Hatchet. Oh, yeah? Well, you know what that opening is. What's the difference between her likes? Oh, pussy, right. Oh, God. Why Please? be blunt? Sorry. Dump out of that. We don't work blue, sorry. Steve. I'm sorry. We almost just had Lee Majors in studio. And you're <laughs> Do you know how close we came, seriously, to fucking rocking a Lee Majors, Fez Watley get-together? Thank God he's not here. <laughs> When I was giving you the thumbs up in the window, Fez's eyes were so big. <laughs> it just felt so bad. Did you? Then gonna... why are you laughing? Well, because it was funny. It's He's a same. cruel motherfucker. Seemed to have enjoyed it. <laughs> it was his opportunity to meet somebody who was really old before you were born. <laughs> and you blew it. Yeah, screening calls of all the people that were better than Lee Majors. <laughs> like, I don't know who anybody is. I don't know who any of these people <laughs> no, are. No, not, none of them. Well, does that make you feel good about yourself, Fezzy? No, it, it does, because I just think uh, the Draft House kid missed it. You missed it. It's true. What's that, Fez? The time before cable? The golden age of the $6 million man. You realize you're turning into Blowhard. 
right in front of our eyes. Well, it was just, it was seeing him in the hallway today just got me all ramped up. Oh, ramped up your ass? No, just excited. All right. I'll, I'll believe you because Draft House moaned no. <laughs> no, not up the ass. It's Thanksgiving. We don't need to be. What's Thanksgiving to mean to you, you fucking Texas fuck? You attack Thanksgiving. What? Yes. I'm, all my family, they just, I just, they just got here. I just got a text. We're so ex- I'm in the Thanksgiving spirit. Where, where are they going right now? Uh, I don't know. I think they're going to check, probably check into the hotel. And Where's then, their hotel at? I'm sure it's somewhere in Times Square. That's how they roll. Tourist style. I think we're going to Bubba Gump Shrimp sometime <laughs> this week. <laughs> Have the shrimp. Are they taking you back? No, they're not. I've got another month. All right, lady trucker, don't fucking misquote me on the Ronnie B quotes. It's not zombie death, it's zombie dick. Come on. Oh, Jesus. It's starting to drive me nuts now. I really miss the old whack bag thing was the way to go, but people don't want to go to message boards. Just bring us some Fitty Tyson. Wonder, I just slow you down. Hey, why you real man? Like he's doing you wrong. If it wasn't me, I'd be a good for you. If it was with me, we could walk into Lake Calhoun. We could see them birds. I'm a better guy. And let me tell you something. And let me tell you how I was brought up and treat a lady like, like not like like a dog. And you make a promise to me, I make a promise to you. I'm 50 Tyson though. Come hit at me. Can I be the one that hold you down? Can I be the one that hold you down? When you say, can I hold you down? When you have me, I can hold you down. Can I be the one that I can slow you down? Can right, let me I just say this. If we had Steve Tyson and Fiddy Tyson, Fiddy would close the show. <laughs> Fiddy would close. He's got over two million of views, this mother. What, what is this? What, what's I'm with the potty mouth? All right, write a clean joke. I, I want you to write a, a joke here about the Spectrum. Look at people in the parking lot. The Spectrum is coming down. Uh, they want to see the wrecking ball. So why don't you write a... Uh, and I think Kathleen from the Bronx is over there. Uh, they're selling balloons. Um, in case people want to get a little high in. Oh, hell yeah. So write a quick joke about the Spectrum. Uh, they're demolishing the Spectrum. Steve? End the, 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 <laughs> of the mic. Steve. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it. Oh, you're, you're getting too neck red. I'm, oh, no. I'm fucking well, I, breaking out in hives now. You <laughs> are. You break out in the hives. Yeah. yeah. All right, go. Okay. Do your joke. Uh, all right. So, Steve, from what I understand, they're knocking down the spectrum in Philly. That's what I hear. Big wrecking balls coming to wreck everyone's good time. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta laugh. It's all in the delivery. <laughs> A big wrecking ball to wreck everyone's good time? Yeah, so like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, expand upon Wordplay. Yeah. Wordplay? No. Yeah. It did. It was a wrecking ball that wrecked everyone's good time. But yeah, go right. ahead. So, I mean, here comes, here comes the big ball that's going to destroy fun. Wrecking ball. <laughs> here it comes. Backing up into the spectrum. And, you know. It's a hell of a summary. Yeah. You really, I guess if, if you were delivering the news, that would be fine. It was a dead-end bit, is mm-hmm. what I got myself into there. There was nowhere I could have gone with it. What about this? They're knocking over the spectrum in Philly. Why stop there? You've got another 2,000 fucking Damn buildings it. to go. See, why didn't I see that? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I see that? That's great. It's fucking great. 
Um, here's uh, John. John, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. I got an itchy bond for you. Oh, God. Late, but... Number one. Yeah. Yeah, Ronnie B. Hey, man. That last caller called up and told you that uh, they had found uh, Natalie Holloway's jawbone mm -hmm. was incorrect. We just got an update from Aruba that is not her jawbone. So you get to start over with zero body parts. But we'll keep looking for you. Well, we already did that part. We already did the spy report and update. Now there's two unsolved murders there. They just keep piling on. It's like a jawbone came around and wrecked everybody's fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Didn't mean to jaw with you too much. I just <laughs> wanted to tell you the story. When they, when I said that you were the breakout com comedian, yeah. I didn't mean your skin. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> That's Natalie Holloway. She's the Ruba girl. That's her. Yeah, that was her. She's kind of cute. I wish she wouldn't have gone missing so soon. Yeah, you would have got her because you've done so good with that hot intern. That, uh... She's been gone for like the past week and a half, so yeah. things have taken a t things have taken a tumble. Um, Eric, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Yeah, I really like the uh, the play by play skills of uh, Marv, Steve Tyson, Albert. And by the way, Rustin and uh, and Steve Tyson sound exactly the same. So uh, are they the same person? Or, or no, they're both they, here. They always ask me on the phones, uh, is this draft house? So. They just sound like two people not trying. That's all. <laughs> That's the only thing about it. I'm there's, trying. There's, there's no truth there. I'm trying super hard. No, you're not. Uh, here comes the wrecking ball. Indirect everybody's fun. Uh, eh. uh. When you think about it. Yeah. You know. You'll get that one on the way home, folks. Um, why? Like <laughs> <laughs> we get it right now. I don't know. The reason why we're not laughing is we don't get it. Right. It's because you just told the truth. Right. Uh, what about this news story? Cleveland uh, clinics uh, stop hiring smokers in 2007. <laughs> why what you stop there? What do you mean? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's keep going through for news stories. Steve Tyson, always ready to write on the fly. Right. Um, now, do you remember that um, that Delta f flight that blew an engine leaving JFK and it had to come back and have kind of an emergency landing last week? Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio was on there. Yeah. So go ahead. Go with that. What happened again? There's a flight. And it's yeah, there's a flight. It blew out. I remember you got that other bit, you know, about you needing a hard-on to get on a plane. You already got some stuff up there. And that peanut bit that was so good. Well, that plane, uh, I mean, that almost uh, went, uh, you know, down faster than Leo's career. Because he was on it and the engine was on fire. Is that what well, happened? Uh, his career, he just had the biggest movie of the summer this year. Right. He's doing Inception. Any, like, like... Like more unknown actors on that plane that can make that joke work, like any deals. No, Leonardo. Just Leo, huh? Once you That's get Leonardo DiCaprio, plenty. they're not going to add. <laughs> by the way, there's four other actors that haven't worked yet. Why didn't you say faster than my career? Yeah, that you know. Worked. <laughs> I gotta work it a little bit. Go ahead. I mean, I like to uh, sit here and just watch you work it out because. 
it, it's interesting. You want to see me break out until I pass out? Uh, Brad, you're on Ryan Fez. Yeah, Steve Tyson is the wrecking ball of comedy on this show today. That's what he is. Because I am comedy wrecking with my humor? Or you mean I'm just destroying comedy? He's already gone. Well, I know you wanted to do crowd work. Yeah, yeah. What's happening with the career? What's next for you? I know Voss called you the next hottest thing coming. <laughs> Voss did not say that. What did Voss say to you? Voss said... He said you're good. He said, he said that's, that's, good, that's good stuff, you know. He actually told you this. Rich Voss said to Steve Tyson, you have got it. <laughs> that thing that so many guys are after that you can't make. You can only want to be born with it. But you've got it, Steve. Mm -hmm. Um... Fred, New Jersey, you're on my What's going on, Ronnie? I just wanted to tell Tyson there to get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. So Leo almost went down in that plane, Fezzy, but everything worked out fine. Yeah, Leo. Now that would have been our most famous plane crash celebrity if he had been killed in that thing. So, I mean, and then I was thinking, who's the most famous now? It's got to be JFK Jr., I think. Out of all the celebrities that have died in plane crashes. Well, I don't know what, where you get that from. Well, I think he's the most famous name. Well, just for your time, but, you know, the Skinner boys went down. Buddy the Holly popper, went down. Yeah. I mean, uh, Rocky Marciano went down. Okay. These were all dramatic until their Will Rogers' plane went down. Glenn Miller's plane went down. Otis Redding's plane went down. You know, it's... You know, over the past 100 years, we've had a lot of celebrities and stuff. But everybody just thinks that their time is like, that's when those people will do this. I went to saw the last Harry Potter movie. Best movie in the history of the world. <laughs> they just, they have no sense of uh, history. Michael Vick, best NFL player of ever, all time. <laughs> ever. And then they'll, you'll bring up Johnny Unitas and they'll go, uh, well, I don't know, wasn't uh, wasn't around then. Jeff, you're on running Fez. Hey, guys, what's going on? Um, I'd rather listen to the comedy stylings of Bobo or Chip Chipperson. Steve, you're a heck. I don't know. No I reason think, to put down Chip, though. I think that you're better than Bobo. Thank you. I, I, think, I would hope so. I'll tell you why. You, you write on the fly. Right. That's the uh, beauty of you. Uh, here's one uh, right off the CNN. A high schooler suffered from a life-changing concussion. Go. It doesn't seem like it's a funny thing. Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't... I don't. Everything should be comedy to you. Really? There's his father weeping. Stay with it. Find it. Find that spot. It's got a sign baseball. Anyway, you'll keep... Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just going staring up and at down. John, mouth is going up and down. John in Arizona, you're running Fez. Hey, what about Stevie Ray Vaughan and Richie Valens? They died in a plane crash. Stevie Ray Vaughan was actually a helicopter. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah, he was with Bill Graham. Um, then remember Alan Kowicki, the race car driver, yeah. uh, a few years back. Um, John John, of course, was the son of someone. Where these other people we're talking about actually did shit. Now, John John's is always sad because... When, when, when did Steve Ray Vaughan's plane go down? What's uh, the date on that? It was August 27th, 1990. Jesus. So sad. Uh, 
Uh, Tom, you're on Fez. Hey, buddy. Good afternoon. Um, the great John Denver died in the plane wreck. He did, and his was an experimental plane, which seems yep. like the worst fucking idea in the world. Like, well, we don't know if this plane even works yet. Why don't you take off in it? We'll see. But you have to think of it. Every one of those big jets, somebody has to fly first. Somebody has to be the first fucking person to fly it. And every th single time, they go like this. I think I smell an electrical fire. <laughs> every single fucking time. Um, Turn it around. Go back to the gate. I thought that was Steve Tyson that yelled <laughs> that out. Uh, Dr. Mary, you're on Fez. Hey, uh, it's Dr. Mary from Manhattan Suicide Prevention. Uh, I got a whole bunch of people that just killed themselves. Oh. Uh, we're trying to investigate. It turns out they're listening to your show, and that fuck stick on your show is so not funny. They have ended their lives as opposed to listening to him <laughs> tell another Christ. Um, Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, don't forget about Payne Stewart, the golfing popsicle that was flying around with no cabin pressure, and everyone froze to death in the plane before it crashed. Now, yeah, now, not only did everybody freeze to death, but then CNN was following a plane right next to it because we didn't know where it was going to crash. And we watched it fly with everybody in the plane dead, still flew for about another five, 600 miles. It's frightening shit. Incredibly fucking That was creepy. insane. It made it all the way to Canada before it ran out of fuel. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yes. Uh, after tomorrow, won't Fez be the biggest celebrity to go down the plane? Oh, no. There's so many bigger ones. So many bigger. Um, look who it is. Death Metal Mo. Hello, Mo. Gentlemen, great to hear you. As always, 9170 checking in this afternoon. hoo -ha! Uh, just real quick, I want to say here in a guy named Chris A. Fuck Stick with <laughs> fucking accent was like the greatest thing I've heard all week. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just real quick, I was hoping maybe Tyson, this kid, could break into a rape joke. Uh, you know, Fez pioneered it, made it funny a few years ago. What was the rape joke that you uh, made funny, Fez? What I said was President Bush was talking about shutting down the rape rooms in Iraq. And he's reopening them in the States uh, and calling them gas stations. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Because they rape people. All right, so let's get your rape joke. Um, I don't have any rape jokes. I don't think rape is funny. You I, just I laughed your ass off at Fez's rape joke. Well, he did it tastefully. Yeah, well, then that's the thing. That's there's, your job. There's no parameters on you. I have I have someone else's joke that I could tell, but I don't I don't think it's mine. Oh, go ahead. You don't mean you don't think it's yours? No, it's not mine. No, then, no, it's, no. I said it's definitely not mine. <laughs> no, you did. You said I don't think it's no, mine. No, it's definitely not mine. Okay. I don't even know who, who it is. Uh, all right. So if you rape a prostitute, isn't that just shoplifting? Oh my God, that's fucking disgusting. You know, Fez's mom was a prostitute What's that was raped. Really? I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's how he was born. He was born. He's the bastard son of a raped prostitute. So, you know something, Steve? Rape isn't funny, and you fucking proved it here today. Fuck. God damn it. You guys made Thanks. me. Oh, Jesus. That's what she said. <sighs> um, Steve, you're on running Fez. Hey, uh, Fez, uh, being a Notre Dame fan, should have brought up Newt Rockney. Newt Rockney died in his uh, 40s. Who, who knows how many uh, wins he would have had? Tony, you're on Ron Fez. Hey, uh, you know, I know 
we've lost some great celebrities, but let's not forget we probably lost what could have been the greatest baseball player of all time in Roberto Clemente. Roberto Clemente died taking food to uh, victims down in South America or Central America, doing something good, plane crashes, and then, this is disgusting, body never found. So basically torn apart by sharks in the ocean. Uh, Randy, you're on Running Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. yeah, we also lost Jim Croce and Thurman Munson in plane crash. Thurman Munson, who made uh, Yankees cry during the game. Yankees, while the game was on, they were crying. And now you're going to come in here doing rape jokes? Why don't you do a Thurman Munson rape joke, Steve? I shouldn't. That's, that's disgusting. I'm Make a... it work, though, like Fez did. Thurman uh, Munson raped a prostitute. Would it be shoplifting? Look, I don't want you to steal jokes and then revamp them, all right? I want you to do your own fucking material. I have rape right? material. Rape isn't funny. You just heard Fez get a big laugh with it. I'll, I'll work on my rape jokes. I will, I will develop Well, we'll them. wait here while you do it. No, we'll be, we'll be here forever. We want just to go on vacation, don't we? lock it in. All right. Come on. Rape. Rape. Yeah. What's funny about rape? There's nothing funny about rape. What about the forced entry of the penis into the vagina? That's not funny. It's horrible. What? You love baseball. Right. So you could, you no, I don't. Rape. You know I don't know anything about baseball whatsoever. That's why you would bring that up. Keith, you're a manifest. You're a malicious little shit. Hey, hey Ronald, right, what about a, uh, Aaliyah went down in a, in a plane crash as well. You know what? Here's the weird thing. Aaliyah went down in a plane crash, and I was in a plane when that news broke. Oof. And I just went like this. Well, that makes it okay. Now we're safe. That's creepy that now some flights you can actually listen to the pilot talking to the... The booth on the flight. So yeah, I, I did that, and I heard the pilot crying. Oh. And he, I heard the pilot actually say this. There are so many fucking buttons here. How's anyone <laughs> supposed to know what they all mean? You can't. Um, Nicole, you're on a fez. Hi. Randy Rhodes, famous for dying. Randy Rhodes, again, another who, who knows how far he would have went. All these. All these shocking to you, Fez? You didn't realize all these? Well, I mean, I realized them, but I thought with JFK Jr., everyone knew the president's son. That you wouldn't have to tell somebody who Randy Rhodes was. I mean, that who JFK uh, Jr. was. You just came up. But again, that's only because of that time. You think you would have had to tell anybody who Will Rogers was? Any, tell anybody at that time who Glenn Miller was? These were gigantic celebrities. Otis Redding? Um, Mikey boy, you're on Run Fez. Hey guys, I got a couple. Patsy Klein and Ricky Nelson. Uh, Ricky Nelson, people kind of, at that point, they had seen him being a little kid on TV, then he had a big career himself, and then he had kind of a rebirth career, and then his daughter was famous, his sons, and while this is happening, they go down in a plane crash. And then they tried to act like he was smoking crack in the plane, and that's what did it. Because somebody found a pipe, and they're going, maybe it's a crack pipe. Fucking idiots. Mikey boy. Yes. You got a shot at the playoffs now. Well, it's tough, though. I got an uphill battle. I'm in the wrong conference. Well, no. Really, we could take two people from our conference. Well, I think we could take three, but the problem is that I've got, I've got you, I've got HTG, and I've got Kathleen all ahead of you right now. First of all, take me out. You know, don't even, don't even shoot for Ronnie B. I'm right. way out ahead here. You're thinking wild card. Right, right, but I, I got, I got a, I got a 
win the rest of my games and hope that they misstep. And it's it's not a, not a good shot. You know what? You're right. You ought to lay down. Yeah. You ought to lay down for this next one and make sure that Blowhard doesn't get in. That's my whole goal now that I've kind of been eliminated mathematically mm-hmm. is to make sure Blowhard does not make the playoffs. Maybe try to work out some a few trades with some people. I mean, I'm out of it now at this point. Even if I went out. Yeah, but you like to play because we like to find out who's in ninth or tenth place. <laughs> so you might be able to play um, Earl at the end here. I do have the consolation bracket to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And you're no longer invited. We've we've tightened up the Christmas party for the owners. <laughs> you t- tightened it up, and I got yeah. tightened out. You're gonna be here for. You got to be in the league for two years. What? That oh, makes man. that just makes sense. Uh, I'm out too. Oh, you're way out, Mikey boy, after you, but, some of the stuff. Oh, look, there's the wrecking ball hitting the spectrum. Oh, oh Jesus. Mikey boy, because of this, the Queen's Renegade Party is back on. All right, I'm in. Thanks. Yeah, you're always doing your own thing, that's for sure. No one could ever take that from you. Um, look who it is. It is the blowhard. Hey, blowhard. Hey guys, hey intern, go know your you know know your place in the pecking order. It's go true. make coffee. Me or Steve Tyson. Copies, answer phones. Pepper Hicks is on the phones. Why is that? You're an intern. Know your place in the pecking order. Get the fuck up. Go in there. I and never tap met that an man out. And send him in here where he belongs. Yes. To go on the air and block the co-host the way he abuses Fez. Fez should punch you in the face for being Wait. such a wise guy. What, if what you want did, to make illegal trades to help other people? What did he say? What did he say to Fez that made you so angry, Blowhard? No, before he was just laughing. He laughs at Fez. He doesn't respect Fez. He's scared shitless of you, of course, but he'll never crack a joke. But about that's because Fez won't snap his fucking neck from him. Like when, when okay, here's, here's what just got me mad. What when he said? You should have seen with that, with that cracky young Mister Haney voice of his when he True. said, "You should have seen Fez's face when it wasn't Steve." Uh, Austin, I mean, uh, whatever his name. Lee yeah, when it wasn't fucking Stone Cold out there, Fez was What shot. kind of yeah, fucking joke was that, anyway, to do to Fez? Why are, you, why are you doing that? You're an intern. Go in the back. I don't hear interns on other shows getting all this time and running down well, the host. Other, other shows wouldn't let you be on as much either, Blowhard. Let's well, be that's honest. that's true, too. But you know what? I've, I've been around for a while, and I am a good friend of the show. And every so mm. often, I do bring something to the table. But this kid know. saying, oh, I want to see Blowhard. How the fuck can you affect me losing by... Uh, you already laid down once this year. You, you, you already get raped in trades. You, you, you just, you're just a little shit. All right, Blow. Right, this stuff said... should probably be done on the message boards all right, all right. and not here. It's, 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 funny, it's no, man. it's no interest to the to the home listener. Well, that's true. And for that, I apologize. Okay. I want to bring down the show. I never do. And okay, Fez was having an extra good show today. And now great. you look I upset, really Fez. Why are you looking majors? upset? Well, you know, this is all... It was It was a nice day meeting Lee Majors. Then all of a sudden you I got... You didn't meet Steve. Lee Majors. Well, I walked past him, seeing Lee Majors. We, the thing of you thinking you were meeting Lee Majors was pulled away from you by this fucking crackly voice prick. No. Mr. Haney Jr. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Haney Jr. Anyway, I was just going to tell this Tyson kid, look, you got 20 million fucking subscribers on this channel. Yes. Why would you not take advantage? If Ron says, do five minutes, why would you waste that chance? Why would you squander the it's opportunity? True. Why don't you just do your act? Maybe Ron and Fez can sit there and be a little critical and give you some critical advice, as opposed to you, like, wavering and pulling a Harry Elvis, being all stuttering and fucked up. Who the fuck is Harry Elvis? And thanks for knowing your show's history. so many people listening, and people listen on the replay. People are going to hear you. 
take advantage of the opportunity. Gotcha, Blowhard. Hi, right, thanks, Blowhard. However, I think I did do a lot of my act yesterday. No, I want you to do it nonstop without saying, oh, well, that wasn't funny. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's got a point there. You need to hit the fucking hole, all right? You now, if, if, if you're a halfback, you've got to hit that fucking hole, whether it's there or not, every time. There are people in the industry listening. Take advantage of it. Go do five minutes now without interruption. Pretend you're doing your gig. Take advantage of it. Guys, have a happy Thanksgiving. Right. God bless everybody. God bless uh, you too, Bohard. They're knocking the windows out of the spectrum. This is unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. What's, what's, what's the clap for, Steve? It wasn't a clap. It was a nervous tick. <laughs> this is a nervous tick? Yeah. So do you ever think one night you'll be doing stand-up and the fucking owner will say to you, Kid, you hear that nervous tick? Get back out there and do an encore. <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, well, oh, oh, well, uh, rape isn't funny. It's your job to make everything funny. Uh, Kurt, you're on running fence. Hey, man, the only thing Blowhard brings to the table is a value meal. Doesn't even make sense. Uh, Charlie, you're on the running fence show. Hey, Ronnie B., I love you. Listen, Thanks. he's got to go back to the heckling now. Yeah, he was heckling the shit he, out of that kid. And he he owned you, by the way, Steve Tyson. Well, he doesn't stop talking. I, I couldn't get a word in edgewise with uh, Blowhard. Well, what would you have said to him if you could? I said, Blowhard, fucking go watch your, your fucking your ancient TV shows and, you know, get off my ass. Don't, don't shout at me, Steve Tyson. It comes off no, that way because Fez watches very, very old TV he shows. He does, but he expands his horizons and he's, he's, he's got some Clarisol commercials you could watch. Oh, it's going to go like that, Fez. You have to be mean. You wow. started it. Wow. I didn't start. I was talking about Blowhard. You took a shot at old TV shows after I've been talking about Lee Majors. I took a shot at people morning. who exclusively watch old TV shows. You are up to date. You you, you bring up, um, you know, um, what do you watch? Oh. No, no. You bring you up know, Boardwalk no. Empire. You, know. you bring up Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> You Never. Watched, yes. He doesn't yes, watch he does. it. I got me. out after the first week. I didn't stick with it. I watch it. But let me give you a round of nervous ticks. Oh, oh geez, that makes. Tyson, you watch you watch new episodes. Uh, of Tyson, wrestling. look at yes. me. Yeah. Look at me. Why are you attacking the co-host of the I show? I'm not attacking Fez. I would never attack Fez. Fez, you feel like he attacked you? I felt like I was attacked. Then why is your ass still in that chair? <laughs> Whip his young ass. Jump out of there and dig his fucking eyeballs out with your thumbs. I didn't say anything mean to Fez. You know what? This there, is an overreaction. That neck is a Macy's balloon. You know, oh you know. now gosh. that we're coming up on Thanksgiving here, Fez, there's something that you forgot to be thankful about. And that's how respectful Earl was to you and, of course, Dave was to you. And now look at it. They're fucking running young punk after young punk into this place yep. with no sense of who you are and what you've done. Yeah, I, I, I should have been more thankful for Earl. I told you that at the time. You know what I think one of your mistakes is, Fez, with some of these young guys? What's that? You cry in front of them. That sometimes, believe it or not, gets shown as a, a sign of weakness. I don't think Fez is weak. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Fez Watley. Then why did you wink at me? I did not wink at you. What are you, fucking yelling at me, tough guy? No. no. I'm not Fezzy. All right. I'll stump your fucking fingers. Okay. I wasn't winking at you, though. Where's your parents? Uh, don't worry about it. 
Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to me? What did you fucking say There goes Steve Tyson. I, I, said, I said, don't worry about it. Oh, jeez. How's oh. it feel doing oh, the show oh, in a headlock? Oh. Oh. oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh. Another Christ. shot to Steve Tyson. Right across the back of the head. Oh, fuck. I love it. Here's what I don't understand, Fuzzy. Oh. Why aren't you doing this shit? Why do you oh, let the gloss? Now, every time I see Steve Tyson, all he's going to do is have a nice fucking high how you do to me. And that ends it. Get up off the ground and stop them. Come here. Stop acting like a baby and put your hands out. Now we're buddies. Don't ever fucking Ah, there we go again. Steve Tyson's across the room. I was going to give him a rape joke in the ass. Stop being a baby. That's what I try to point out to you, Fez. Jesus Christ, now, Mr. Dave, B. Dave, do yourself a favor. Clean up that shit. Oh. Take all the time in the egg, clean up off that all stuff right. off the floor. All right. Jesus. Um, Rocky, you're on running Fez. What's up, Ronnie? What's up, Fez? Um, I heard the Steve Tyson kid bring up wrestling, and last I checked, Fez, he's not watching wrestling, and the only thing he does love about it is old wrestling, so... Uh. Where are you in wrestling? I just started watching it again since the big Linda McMahon uh, Senate defeat. That's when I told myself once she was out of the Senate race, I would start watching wrestling again. And it's, uh, it's not getting any better. No? No. I thought maybe we would go back to a little bit more hardcore once she was done with this, but maybe there's still political aspirations out there. Why went Rattlesnake here? I thought you would have hit the music for me. In the old days, what would you have done? I would have hit the music. All right, we got a break here. Right back in a few moments. It's the Ronnie Fez Show. Ronnie B. Fezzy W. Ronnie Fez. Serious 197. XM202. The virus. They've all been lying to us. But I found that. I don't know the truth. Do you want to know the truth? Yeah. Do you want to know what he really is? Yeah. He's a caveman. with the Ron and Fez show. In December, it is search, search, hurry up and search every single day on the Ron and Fez show. We'll be playing at least once a day. Great prizes to give out. Things signed by David Cross, Johnny Knoxville, Geraldo, Brian Wilson, Deepak Chopra. All of that going on during the month of December. Uh, Ron used to tax Steve Tice to get in the, in the booth. Really? Um, he just, yeah, dumped a can on top of his head. Steve Tyson has messed with the wrong person. That's what a smart-ass mouth will get you around here. He's not in good shape.
Try to get him up. I think we're going to need him on the phones. So like I was saying, it's all during the month of December. Search, search, hurry up and search. Great names. James Cameron, Brian Wilson, Henry Rollins, David Mamet, Ice Cube, Eddie Izzard. All great prizes signed by these people. How long has this gone on for? How long was he doing this, Six? Minute and a half, two minutes. Uh, I ran in the other room and was uh, hitting the kid with a trash can. Um, and then I ran into Rob Cross, and he sees me swinging a trash can at one of the interns. And he goes, Ron, can I talk to you? I'm going down to Philly. I'm really looking for cheesesteak places, hoagie places. What were you reading about, Fez? I was talking about how we're going to be playing Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search in December on the Ron and Fez show. Are you excited about that? Very excited. Because there's great prizes, that great autograph prizes that you win these, you got your Christmas handle for somebody. You just pass the love along. You re-gift it. All right, it is the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Coming up a little later on in the show. And by the way, this is our last pre-Thanksgiving show. You fly out tomorrow, Fez? Tomorrow morning. Uh, and I promised Hicks he could have something on his mind. But before we get to that, oh, just looking at him, knocking down the spectrum. I was never one of those persons who called to direct him. I never joined into that. I never, always have respect for the place. Bad sound, good dope. Philadelphia's own spectrum. Um, Hicks, you had something that was driving you crazy, though. You said you were furious about it, you told me. Well, yeah, I mean, I know you've, have you seen the video of that little kid getting strip searched by the uh, TSA? Uh-huh. It's fucking insane that this, I mean, it's got to come to a point where they're going to have to start taking back some of these flying regulations. It's crazy. It is, uh, I don't need to say it, Uh, it is absolutely nuts. Uh, Everybody's talking about it, nobody's happy with it, and apparently from what I understand, the TSA people are happy with it, unhappy with it. Yeah, I saw that that article today, it's like, yeah, people are kind of bad bad hygiene and we don't really like doing this. That was was a complaint that came out today. It's just a pain in the ass, and it all comes down because we're afraid to do detective work because we don't want to look prejudiced. But no, there's no little kid that's going to bring down a plane. There's no old grandmother that's going to bring down a plane. Get it through your mind that you've got an entire nation of people flying, uh, and every once in a while, a bad guy gets on. It's not some kind of thing where you have to look over it like it's the only important thing in the world. I read another article came out. A blogger wrote up a um, that he didn't have to go. Th- he, ha- he was able to get through a checkout without getting X-rayed or patted down because he waited for two and a half hours. Just weighed them out. So eventually, once like twelve TSA agents just escorted him out of the fucking out of the place, out of the airport. Hmm. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run and Fish show. Hey, uh, Run and Fish. Hey, Papa. I don't mean to correct you, but they talked about this on O A the other day. Actually, the kid's father told his son, just go ahead and take your shirt off because he was getting frustrated at the, uh, at the TSA agent. It was not the TSA agent who told the kid to take his shirt off. Uh, at a certain point, you're going to say, look, here's my kid's dick. Here's his little ball sack. Stop acting like fucking babies and let's get on the plane. Everybody should just come walking in naked now. And just, it's just naked plane rides. 
We've gotten fucking crazy. All right, I said we get to the sweet child of mine, um, Eastside Dave, and he's gone viral, is he not? He's blowing up all over the place. Now, what surprised me about this is Dave is running with the angle of worst uh, wedding guest ever, which, quite frankly, and I think I speak for the newlyweds, they found him to be the best uh, wedding guest ever. He made it a fun night for every, everybody. Oh, they loved it. Come on. Yeah, so, uh, but I guess it's Dave himself trying to go viral with this. Um, He's trying to get them hits up. So I guess this is the way to do it, to make people think that it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, he actually just says, I closed down the end of the wedding. <laughs> he writes about himself. Um, let's take a quick listen to Dave. Holy 
Uh, there it is, and by the way, you can see this online as uh, you go to YouTube, worst wedding guest ever, Eastside Dave. Uh, but here are the, the lyrics of this that Dave put together, and I thought we'd do a little dramatic reading for you. And this is Dave's version of the song. Um, you know what you want. You're in the Eric Nagel, Angela Rock Nagel, wedding baby. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Get up. Let's throw some chairs. Come on. Let's throw some chairs. Woo woo. Throw some chairs, everybody. Come on. Let's burn this fucking place down. I put that candle right there by the goddamn... Ah, I've been inside and in the charge of mine. And when that child and ah, uh, how gangster light at night. Oh, it was only a bowling tray. And if I stay in the way till the other, and now, oh, whoa, sweet child of mine. This is St. Louis, baby. Don't take any motherfucking photos. Whoa, sweet child of mine. Now you, come on. Come on, let's go. This is Iraq's sister-in-law. Now, Iraq's sister, Iraq's sister-in-law slash sister. She's got eyes of a wooden train, and I'm in love and lie. And I gave you the wand, and I jumped back out. Go in light. Every second that the shooting fades, oh. Oh, why? Aiken, cold as I. Here we go. Oh, sweet child of mine. Troy Hansen, everybody. Give him clap. Whoa. I don't want to ruin their wedding. Whoa, sweet child of mine. Come on, baby. Oh, whoa, whoa, oh, sweet love of mine. Sing it with me now. Oh, oh, sweet child of mine. Oh, sweet love of mine. Let's go. Shit, I fucking fell. I fell on my head. I just fell on my head. I just. 
Ah, hold on. We're not done yet. This is Sweet Child of Mine as reimagined by Eastside Dave. And what a fine job it was. I'll tell you, I'm a little teared up just fucking reading that. Ah, he's a fine writer. Uh, most of these, I guess, is improv or spoken word, as you kids call it, Hicks. Yeah, it's like slam poetry almost. I don't know what that means. What's that mean? Black poetry? Kind of. Okay. But with, but with a white, you know, skew on it. I don't understand white. Because he's white. I don't go over 110th. Where do they slam poetry? About 125th Street. Yeah, that's too far from me. Okay. Actually, I go to 97, and I'm like, find a place to turn around. And normally, I'm turning around by 101, 102. I don't like to go above the park, do you? Uh-uh. Gets a little dark up there. Why be racist? Not racist. I don't go there for racist. I don't go that way in racist things. I don't believe in racism. Okay. I don't separate people by color. I separate them by their continents that their ancestors came from. My favorite continent? Western Europe. And really, two islands off of Western Europe, if I'm going to be totally honest. It's mostly white people, the places that you like. It oh, just happened to like, work out that oh. way. Oh, 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 sweet child of mine. Uh, well, that was great. It takes real artists to make, you know, a well-known song his own, you know? It is. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, Hendrix, of course, uh, has done it with even some of Dylan's best, but it's not easy. I'm sure this will be catching on with brides across the country, too, where they have to have this now at their wedding. I didn't even think of that, Fuzz. Kind of like that video where everyone went marching down the aisle together dancing. I don't know what you're talking about. It was some wedding, I think, a couple of years ago. So everyone went marching down the aisle. Haven't people always marched down the aisle at weddings? Yeah, it's kind of a uniform walk down there. Did they play Here Comes the Bride? And was it? Yeah, you're right. That is gonna, that's going to catch on, that Here Comes the Bride. And now the latest thing that they started doing was throwing the bouquet behind them. What? Yeah, it's viral. It's fucking viral now. All right, it is the Ron and Fez show. Um, support Eastside Dave in his uh, thing about showing himself off as the worst wedding guest uh, ever. Fez, you said you had something on your mind today? Yeah, it was Dan Deardorff from this past Sunday uh, calling the NFL game. He called the Jets-Bengals game. Uh, I wouldn't know I that. I mean the Texans game. I'm sorry. I wouldn't know that because I watch Red Zone. So, and a fan ran out on the field, and Dan Deardorff goes ahead and takes this holier-than-thou attitude, basically sounding like a judge sentencing someone who had been accused of war crimes about how this moron shouldn't be on the field and this man deserves to be in jail, and that's where he's going, thank goodness. And well, just, he is going to jail. You can't run out on this fucking field anymore. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like everyone else. You saw Rex Ryan almost crapping himself, laughing so hard at this thing when they take him down. Everybody enjoys this. People like to see this. Is it a stupid thing to do? Yes, but... What about the Chicago White Sox game? Did you enjoy that? 
when the father and son fucking attacked that guy and beat the shit out of the first base coach? These fucking guys need to go down. No, I don't want to beat it. Uh, to me, this is... It's like if you're at a movie and someone's looking to get their own laugh and they yell shit out. Just because some people don't give a fuck about the movie, I'd rather see it. Tell your little fucking jokes to your friends. So Deardorff was, like, all upset that this happened. While they're panning the sidelines, showing all the players on both sides of the field laughing about it. And then he goes on and tells a funny story about uh, Mike Curtis, the old Baltimore Colt, who clotheslined some guy who ran on the field back in the 60s. So we got 70,000 people there. We let them all run out? No, you don't let them run out. At what point do you start getting mad? How many? 50? Well, it's... How many a game would you think is acceptable? I would say maybe uh, if you had three. So after the third at every game, they go, okay, from now on, we're going to start and take this serious. Well, it's it's not Dan Deardorff's job to take it seriously. Well, he's the announcer. He's calling the announcement there. But the guy went to jail. Uh, he definitely went in for trespassing or where they pulled in for. I remember in Philadelphia, they put a fucking judge in the old vet because of so much of this shit. And did you see that Chicago game when the father and son attacked the first base coach? No, I remember hearing about it, but I, I didn't see it. You heard about it on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah. Because me and Earl and Dave talked about it all the time. Um, I, these fucking people can get dangerous at this thing. I mean, this is uh, that guy ran over and, and tackled the fucking eight-year-old kid this week. People get too fucked up at these games. They're fucking crazy. Just sit and watch the game. Don't stop the game. Uh, Adam, you're a manifest. Yeah, in Europe, uh, you know, the soccer, they have guys running out all the time. And in England, I know there was one famous guy who ran out on Wimbledon and like... Oh, uh, the naked guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw those pictures. But also in Europe, they fucking light flares off in the stands. Not not in England. In, in South America, they do. Oh yeah, not in England. I've they seen it. I've seen it all over the world. They're fucking crazy. A flare will go off, and guys will just be holding it in the stands. I got two words for you, assholes. Great white, sport the team. But I don't see where it's, I mean, yeah, he's going to jail, but I don't see where it's so serious that Dan Deardorff has to act like civilization is ending. I didn't see see Deardorff, so talk about it. He was just, oh, he got so serious and emotional about it. It was, it was a stupid thing. They got the guy, they tackled him, and everyone in the crowd had a big laugh. Was this a national game? Um, it, it might have been one of the national one o'clock games. So you're pretty much staying specific to one guy's statement during one game. I don't know. I didn't see it. But I know this. Those guys shouldn't be out on the fucking field. Somebody could get hurt. Now you're bringing up the Mike Curtis thing. What if Mike Curtis would have blown a fucking uh, a knee out when he hit that fucking guy? Or what if he would have taken the guy's fucking head off? It's fucking crazy. You know what they do in wrestling? Anybody tries to get in the ring, the fucking wrestlers turn around and kick the fuck out of the guy. Both wrestlers that are against each other will turn around and start kicking the dog shit out. Now, I've always, when I was a kid, I'd always say to a friend, why don't you go out and slide into second base? And they'd do it, and they would get fucking arrested, and I would laugh. Because you're a fucking idiot. 
running out on the field. No, I'll buy you two more beers. If you fucking shotgun them quick, they run out on the field. I'll pay for them. Deal. Um, Gary, you're on running fast. As he's totally right. It was the Jets, Texans. Guy runs out on a field. Instead of it just being guy out on a field and not making a big deal, and of course, you know, video. They don't. The cameras don't show the guy running on the field anymore. He stopped doing that a long time ago. Well, I see it here. What's that? They're showing it here. I see the guy running across the field. Yeah, on the national broadcast, you didn't see it. But Fez is right. Deardorff literally acted like it was one of the worst crimes ever perpetrated on mankind. He was the most, the biggest thuddy duddy I have ever heard in my life. He turned into an old woman. So you, you're agreeing with Fez? Everybody should be able to run out on the field. No, I'm saying Deardorff needs to chill the fuck out. Is what I'm saying. Again, I didn't see this game. There's so many fucking games on. I can't just comment on fucking Deardorff. Uh, Howard, you're on running Fez. Yeah, I want to know if Fancy would be upset if the guy was hollering faggot while they run across the field. I don't know why that has anything to do with it, but yeah, if anyone's using uh, gay slurs, yes, I would be upset, no matter what venue. Uh, Randy, you're on the Running Fest show. Fancy, what about Monica Sellis when she was on the tennis court? The crazy nut jumped on the court, stamped her with a knife, and ruined her career. Should he have been tackled? Well, yes, he should have been tackled, but I'm saying, in this case, this guy was harmless. Where How do you know? I mean, you got fucking people that have to take their pants off to get on a fucking plane. Anybody who runs out on a field is a fucking lunatic. They actually, um, they could be stabbing somebody. Um, here's Mike. Mike, you're on my face. Yeah, me? Yeah. Hey, uh, it's kind of related, but not, not really. It's sad. Uh, a couple nights ago at the Golden State game and uh, the Laker game, at the, right at the end of the game, a toddler fell out of the top luxury suite and, and uh, died. He, uh, he had head injuries and died at the end of the game. So you fa uh, you in favor of that, Fez? No, I'm not. It's coming favor. off that way. Like no. That's like a positive thing. Maybe that's blowing things out of proportion. Maybe we should start chucking kids. No, I'm Heck, not. Hey, you hear this? We're chucking kids now. Fuck, I have to find some kids to chuck now. Don't. We're not doing that. Well, I'm going to start and you can't fucking stop me. Mm, now it's out of control. Guess I'll break into a nursery. What if the guy had a gun, Fuzz? Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's dangerous. That That's a different situation. That should be stopped. But how does anybody know? How does anybody know who the fucking lunatic is running out there? You ever see these fucking guys try to run on stage at a rock concert? They'll beat the shit out of them. They hired people go like this. If anyone comes up on stage and tells us how much they love us, I want you to kill them. Maybe you're familiar with Mr. George Harrison, Fez. Stabbed. Wasn't that in his house? Exactly. What about the guy in Metallica, Kurt Hammett, when that kid tried to fucking headbutt him in his foot? Tried to headbutt him right in his fucking toes. Defend himself. He did what he had to do. This is a disgusting thing to see. I don't know if he knew the kid was there. Let me ask you this. Do you like Dan Deardorff? I'm not a Dan Deardorff fan. Is this what this is all about? Could be a little bit behind it. He's very annoying to have to listen to on a Sunday.
Why don't you do what Earl does? Turn the sound down. Why don't you do what the rest of us do? Red zone that fucker. Red zone up. That's what I'm going to have to do from now on. Uh, Sean, Canada, you're a manifest. Hey, Ron. Um, yeah, the NHL game up here in Calgary a few years ago, a fan stripped off all of his clothes, climbed, and they had to put a lot of effort in it, climbed over top of the glass, jumped on the ice, tried to run across the ice, slipped and knocked himself out cold. Now, Fez, what if he was jumping up like that and his penis went in a child's mouth? Well, Would I, that, is that acceptable? No. Hey, X, uh, let the NHL know that Fez finds it acceptable for drunks to put their penis in kids' mouth. God, don't, I, I guess I will. Don't send that email to the NHL. It's already gone, dude. Sorry. Sean, you're on Fez. Sign a tie Hillier. Can't you unsend? So they fucking know he's serious. And said, what year is this? You'd be in favor of rushing the field if they got to go through a uh, metal detector first. If they want to keep people off the field, have better security. There's, uh, it looks like they have thousands of cops out there. I don't know. I don't know how someone even gets past their security. Well, when they do, they stop the game. Why do we have all this fucking security? Because people don't know how to uh, act. Um. Here's uh, Jeremy, you're in Fez. Good day. Good day. Uh, this weekend at Casino New Brunswick in Moncton here in Canada, Howie Mandel was uh, was doing uh, one of two shows for the night, and some crazy bitch went up on stage and started groping him, and he's a fucking germaphobe, and he walks off stage, and nothing happened to her. Unbelievable. Did she knock the glove off his head? Uh, I think so, but yeah. he was blown up with his nose? Uh, Tony, you're on running Fez. Hey, Ron, you got to remember Altamont, man. You got to put Hell's Angels out there. They'll murder people. You rush that stage, the dead man. Is that what you want, Fezzy? Another Altamont? You ever watch that film? No, I haven't. Hell's Angels stabbing people into death right in front of the stage. And then one of them ended up knocking out Marty Bowen. Well, I don't want anyone stabbed to death. But I don't think. Well, you know what, what it sounds like? You're the head of security at Altamont right now. Oh, by the way, Marty, you know why you're knocked out? Fez doesn't care. Who's Marty Bowen, Fez? I have no idea. Jefferson what? Starship? Airplane. They open for the stones. One of them asked the Hells Angels to stop. Boom. Knock Marty out. And then the guy had to make the announcement. Great. They just knocked out Marty Bowen. Why fucking 500,000 fucking... North of the California hippies stood there like didn't know what to do. How about you turn on the Hells Angels, you fucking crazy bastards? There's 500,000 of you. They got the numbers, uh, guns, we got the numbers. Um, Nick, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, how you doing today, guys? Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, my uh, friend. Uh, this, this just proves the lunacy that is your partner, Fez. I don't think just so. A, just a little while ago. Oh, I've got a lot more proof than that. Just a little while ago, Fezzi, you were complaining about how you were so interested in that story about the lady, the the manager who got killed, and she was shot to death, and because you got threats against you. Don't you think these lunatics sometimes running around on the field have other agendas besides just running out on the field? 
maybe one of them want to kill somebody. It's actually happened. We, we brought up the uh, Monica Sellers stuff and, and things like that. Um, right now, Sarah Palin is doing uh, some... Her daughter's doing some stupid show, I think. It's called Dance Like a Retard, something crazy. She's getting death threats on a fucking daily basis over a TV dancing show. I ask you, Fez, you think they're taking that shit serious? I think, yeah, I think they're absolutely taking it seriously. Um, Kyle, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, I got a spy report. Yeah. Spy report. Spy report. So MSNBC just updated their uh, North Korea story here. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're fear-mongering, but one of the sub-headlines now uh, says by Peter Beck, a uh, Council of Foreign Relations guy, says we are one step closer to the brink of war. Well, it's not only the brink of war, it's the brink of a possible world war. And of course that we are. I mean, when one country shoots a missile into another country, you know, what do you do? Um, South Korea has vowed enormous retaliation if the North uh, fires again. Now, at the same time, Russia, China, backing up North Korea. If you look over, and this is Western Europe is with us, uh, England, U.S. with South Korea. But here is shocking news, Fez. Canada backing North Korea as well as Mexico. So right now, we have enemies on either side of our fucking borders. All right, so we're caught in this sandwich here. But your way of thinking? Let all the Mexicans come running into this country. Let the Canadians come running down here and butcher our children. That wasn't my idea. Well, you said that when you said it was okay for something to happen to Bristol Palin and Dan Deardorff is the problem. Um, this could be it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, enormous retaliation, says South uh, Korea. Um, it's insane out there right now. It is insane. Um, here's Jason. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Um, hey, Fezzi, uh, and last month in the playoffs when the Yankees were playing the Rangers, a fan ran on the field and tried to get the A-Rod, and they got him. And then when they got him to the police station, he had uh, letters in his pocket where he wanted to kill A-Rod because the guy was infatuated with Cameron Diaz who was pissed that A-Rod was with her. So it, you know, there's a, a proof right there. Here's the thing. Some people out there are fucking crazy. Uh, we got plenty of people in this uh, building who are totally uh, have security take them to and from their car every single day because of crazy people out there. You're you're the wild man, Fez. You're I'll grab a subway. If they're going to kill me, they got to kill me underground. And then the other thing, if you you said nobody out there had the balls to kill you. I didn't say that at all. Well, basically through this story you did. No. Which let me just say this, I give you gigantic respect for that. No, don't give me any. Uh but, you know, there's anybody who's on TV in particular, it, it's a lightning rod for fucking sick, twisted weirdos. And you jump up on the stage and somebody's there, you need your ass beat. You jump out on the field, you need your ass beat. Or is that simple? 
If I was a judge, I'd go like this. Wait a minute. Where were you at on the field? I'm glad they beat your ass. Um, here's uh, Mitch. Mitch White playing German Fez. How you doing, guys? I was at the game Sunday, and like I tell you, the crowds were cheering when he was running on the field. But they were cheering a lot when the state police beat his head in and told all the idiots he shouldn't run on the field. Uh, one of my earliest football memories as a kid is seeing cops fucking uh, tackle somebody and seeing them just thump the shit out of him up in Philly. And I'm like, fuck, football's one nutty-ass sport. I still, you know, I'm like a little kid. My dad takes me. I'm like five and six years old. And I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out the fucking game here. What, how do you get away from the cops? Um, let's go over here to, uh, here's John in Buffalo. You're in my face. You know, Ronnie, I'm a little concerned about these Canadians just today. I saw at least a couple dozen of them. I think they might be uh, holiday shopping, but they could be planning their invasion early. Why the hell would Canada back North Korea when we are on the brink of world war? The brink of world war right now. Must be the whole North connection. Well, the people from the from North Korea actually shut those missiles because they said they're fucking hungry. Maybe we need to bomb them with food. You know what? This whole story makes me want to get sushi. Um, Travis, show me on the fish show. Uh, this is Chris. Hmm. Hello. What can I do for you, Travis? Who's on the phones over there? Uh, Tyson. Oh, do me a favor. Rehit him with that fucking trash can. Okay. He didn't know that second one was coming, did he? No, he caught a fucking blindside, that fucking poor yeah, bastard. Thanks. Thanks. Later, I'm going to put a fucking shiv into his thigh. I'm not going to kill him, but I'm going to bleed him out a little bit. Leave a message. Yeah. And maybe it'll help work him on that anxiety. Let him know he can be stuck anytime. I know a fucking uh, a friend of mine, uh, G. David Howard was doing stand-up comedy. A fucking heckler jumped on the stage, broke his fucking leg. G. David got back on stage, put his broken leg up on a stool, and did another hour and a half. And that's a fucking true story. Hardcore. Dimebag, shot on stage. Yeah, I think these are different cases. This is an idiot running around the field. He wasn't going after anybody. How do we know? He, first of all, he was running for his fucking life from the cop, but how do we know he wasn't going after everybody? What are we supposed to do, wait until we see blood? Um, Lee, you're on running, Fez. Hi, Ron. Hey, Fez. Um, I want to try to get in your head and tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I think you're probably more upset about the announcer instead of the action. The announcer is the one who gave more attention to this guy running out to the field instead of just saying, I'm sorry, guys. There's an idiot who's out on the field. We're going to have to delay the game for a second until we get him off. What is your problem with Deardorff? I just think he's so high and mighty, and anyone who, you know, jumps offside, they might as well be shot at dawn mm -hmm. for making a stupid mistake. He just, he just comes across as he's above the entire game, and anyone who's ever played it or is playing it now. You despise him? I can't stand him. Figured you'd criticize them? Yes, absolutely. Now, when people criticize your broadcasting, 
you take it really serious, right? Yes. So why do you not go, hey, maybe Deardorff's having a bad day or maybe he's working on it? Why do you immediately go into hating him? Because I've just, I've never just liked his uh, cocky attitude, his egotistical attitude. I don't have that on the air, that's for sure. So to you, the fact you don't think that you should be criticized at all because you don't have a cocky attitude. Well, at least not criticized for that. I mean, I do plenty of things wrong. That's a good, honest answer. All right, let's go over here to uh, Gil. Gil, you're a manifest. Hey, doing, guys? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been like fans and doing stupid stuff. Uh, I was at a Motley Crue show in Connecticut a couple years ago, and uh, the band, they throw stuff at the audience. So the audience started throwing stuff back, and they nailed Vince Neil uh, right in the beginning of Home Sweet Home. They did like big, giant int uh, intro, and it was going to be pretty good. And they nailed him right in the eye. He threw the mic down, and he left the show for like at least a good 25 minutes. So honestly, a riot like was almost going to uh, break out. And, uh, and, you know, you're in the, you know, when there's a mob, crazy shit can happen. And, uh, you know, that's all. Yeah, you got to keep that shit together. Mikey, Houston, you're in Fez. Hey, Fez, yeah, I'm with you on Deardorff. Don't, doesn't he remind you of Todd Christensen, the way he was annoying, too? You know what? I don't remember Todd Christensen, um, any of his uh, color commentary. Yeah, he's a dick. All right, why don't we take a break here? Back in just a few moments. Uh, I'm looking this over. Um, bento box, chicken teriyaki, salad, sushi, soup and rice, vegetables, fourteen ninety-five. That's too good of a deal. Sometimes I see uh, sushi; it's too inexpensive. I don't want any part of it. That's always scary. Too good of a deal. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we're back. And something's been driving you crazy, though, right, Hicks? Oh, yeah, just fucking making my shit fucking go crazy. Uh, the American Music Awards were, were last Sunday, and uh, who, who they awarded their award to was just fucking boggling to me. I don't know why. This I hear this happening. Kanye's got five stars on his new album after you used to make fun of him. Yo, I'm still going to make fun of him. Fuck Pitchfork. So what, Kanye? They gave, they suck goddamn Kanye's dick. Whatever. I want to say, give me. They gave him a perfect ten and pitchfork. Yeah. Make sure you give me the list of the other albums because there's only been thirty five albums, all time. Jesus Christ. They've gotten a perfect ten. So I want to talk about that and then the beef that you had. Why don't you come in here for a bit, Till Hicks? Okay, I'll come hang out. You know, out. it's Thanksgiving. I like to see you a little bit. Maybe we'll we'll you know. We'll talk about what you're going to do for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Okay. Because I worry about you. Right back, Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez. The virus on Sirius XM. So, so, so you were just trying to help out a help out a friend who was frightened, who was scared of what was happening to her. No when you're scared, intent. what? There was no evil. There was no evil intended, no malice. Uh, uh, because you live here, when you live in a place and you love it like you do, you don't want nothing bad to happen. What? Objection, Your Honor. What? Leading witness. Say. All right, so Ron and Fez show. Uh, two things uh, have been on Pepper Hicks's mind. 
One, you're mad about AMA awards, and normally yeah. they make you so happy. Usually. And two, now you're kind of freaked out. Uh, what's the website? Pitchfork. Pitchfork.com. P- Pitchfork, which is a big music website, has given Kanye West a perfect 10 out of 10. And that's got you upset because you're yeah. a Kanye hater. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a hater. I just I don't appreciate his music or his shtick or whatever. I don't think... They're just sucking his cock because he's, he's fucking big right now. And Here's he's the thing. Over the place. I ain't saying you're a gold digger. No. I'm just saying you're broke, broke. I remember that song. And I say it that way instead of the other way. Well, radio friendly, I guess. Oh, yeah. I try to you know watch out where I'm going with My this. My wife friendly. <laughs> All right. So before we get into that, uh, tell me your AMA problem. Oh yeah! Right. First of all, they got it was the four year low for their um, for their ratings. And what do then, you care? I, you what do you buy in ads? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you, you know music. Uh, what are you Media Week? What are you? What's going on here? I'm just worried right. about them. Okay, go and, ahead. Uh, and it gave it to the, the top award, the artist of the year, whatever, to Justin Bieber. And it does. It just. I don't. I don't think he qualifies. He's a 16 year old kid. I don't think it qualifies to be the the uh, artist of the year. Oh, here, here you go. this? This is fucking rocking hard. Oh, yeah, this is this is awesome. This kid deserved every accolade. Now, is your big beef with him because he's young? Well, he's young and he's also not very... I, and I he's don't Canadian? <laughs> yeah, well, he's on fucking North Korea's side. Now, who's his guy? Who, who found him? Usher? Usher found him on YouTube, yeah. yeah. I already had a baby from Usher. <laughs> What's not to like here? At least it's not rap. It's nice pop music for children. I appreciate this sort of music. So I who do you I'd think much rather have the fucking hip hop? Who should have been artist of the year this year? White Stripes. They really still have album. Come on, seriously, what? who should have been artist of the year this year? You don't have one. It's fucking slim pickings. Yes, that's why they went with Justin Bieber because <laughs> he's who, popular. Yeah, he has a fan base and he's you know breaking things. <laughs> Listen to this. This is fucking rocking. This rocks hard. This this isn't good. This doesn't remind you of Hendrix at all. It's lacking something. This doesn't seriously remind you of traffic. Right here. (laughs) What? (laughs) Alright, let's go back to... This uh, pitchfork. Right. Uh, now, how far do they rate um, music back to what time? Um, well, they they maybe like last like ten twenty years, but they they'll they'll uh, rate reissues. So okay. those those are included in the in the, this what, list of I think twenty seven uh, albums total. Yeah. All right, so let's go. Uh, let's give me everything that got a ten out of ten. All right, the, now and this is these are these will be albums that were released when pitchfork was around and. Right. No. Um, and you will know it's by the Trail of Dead, Source Tags and Codes. That got 10. It's also a perfect album title. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a great album title. Uh, Gay, question mark, by 12 Rods. Hmm. Bonnie Prince Billy. Uh, I, uh, Bonnie Prince, I See a Darkness. Bob Dylan, The Bootleg Series, Volume 4. Flaming Lips, The Soft Bulletin. Robert Pollard, Relax- uh, Relaxation of the Asshole. Radiohead, Kid A, Radiohead, OK Computer, Amon Tobin, uh, Bricklow, Bricklow, Bricklow Age, Walt Mink, El Producto, and Wilco, Yankee Hotel, Foxtrot. Mm. 
All right, so very rare to get these, and these are re-releases that they've given. And these are ten. All right, let's go to the ten. See who's in the re-releases. Uh, Boards of Canada, music has the right to children. Mm-hmm. Glenn Branca, The Ascension. James Brown, Live the Apollo. The Clash, The Essential Clash. They gave a best of ten. Uh, the Clash. <laughs> The Clash, London Calling, 25th Anniversary Edition. They should like that even less than the best of. <laughs> Some of this is filler. Yeah. John Coltrane, uh, I can't pronounce that, the uh, Ola Tununji concert, the last live recording. You're right. You can't pronounce that. <laughs> no, no, it's bad. Uh, Elvis Costello, uh, Elvis Costello and the Attractions, this year's model. Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. Mm-hmm. Miles Davis, Sketches of Spain. That's two miles. DJ Shadow, uh, Introducing. Uh, the Fall, This Nation Saving Grace, Iggy and the Stooges, Raw Power, Joy Division, Closer, Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures, Kiss Alive, Neutral Milk Hotel and the Airplane Over the Sea. Well, that's an album that makes you cry. It's a fucking amazing album. Everyone should listen to it. Uh, we pa- all have. <laughs> Pavement, Slanted and Enchanted. So it's not like they don't give these things out. Oh, it's just a, Kanye's. It was the first one eight years. They haven't given out a uh, ten. A oh, in eight years. In eight years, yeah. All right, let's go back and listen because I haven't listened to the album yet, and I probably won't. But I saw him on SNL and I didn't care, and I saw him <laughs> on some award show and I didn't care. Yeah, well, he's also pimping that half-hour music video. Um, but it's not like I I think that he's as awful as you do. Oh, I, I fucking but, really dislike him. You cried at Jesus Walks. You said it was amazing. I liked it in the trailer to that fucking movie. Thank you. That made you cry. <laughs> and Fez, you cried when you thought you were going to meet the $6 million man. It was just Steve Tyson. Right, and I got to meet an intern. And that's why I hit Steve Tyson with two trash cans. Which, could I recommend something to you that you start and do that? Instead of taking so much shit. Poor Kanye. I mean, Fez. What? All right, here's... Uh, here's... Call me Kanye if you want It doesn't to. make sense. You're not Kanye. <laughs> All right, here's uh, here's the one of the first singles off of this of his new album. It's not playing. It's great though. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's doing pretty good. All right, they don't have it in Dillette. Sure, because it's a fucking ten out of ten. Yeah, because why would why would they have uh, the new goddamn album that everyone's fucking losing their shit over? But yeah, I, I never uh, enjoyed Kanye. People say he's a great lyricist, but he isn't. He's a great producer. I'll say that. He can produce fucking music, but lyrically, he's pretty shitty. He produces hits, is what he does. <laughs> True. All right, let's hear Here's it. Here's taste. This is power. Very African. The ant word. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it, do it better than anybody. This is the best song I've ever heard. Really? Stairway. It's fair because it's shorter. We rolling. Yeah. He's a wordsmith. Don't get much better than this. Yeah, I think every song is at least over five minutes on this fucking album. I mean, they only uploaded to uh, YouTube just like the first half of one of the songs. So the first thing, the single. And this video blows. 
Uh, let's bring it down. Uh, I can hear it. I can hear why the kids would like it. Let's find a uh, another one. Um, and see what we got here. So this is 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's the first time in eight years they've fucking bestowed this upon uh, people. All right, let's find that this is going to be the new Kanye. And when I'm ready, I'll let you know. Uh, but this is Kanye West. This is, they think, is going to be the big single. Really? From Kanye West. This one uh, coming up now. And take a listen to it and don't, you know, judge it so fast. All right. All right, here we go. This is Kanye West. For Atlanta, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up to the stage from Best Side, West Side, Jacksonville, Florida. Kanye West. Oh, this is fucking good. I didn't know this. I fucking love rap music. Yeah. This is good. I, um... This is hip-hop. You know what I like? Is like what do you like about this hip-hop strong, song? The strong guitar sound. Yeah, I don't think this is Kanye. It is. This is Kanye West. This is from his new album. Well, heard, Self-titled. Well, I heard some of the songs were longer. <laughs> Come on, Kanye. I right, did not sound like Kanye. He's listen. good. Then what happened? Would you still remember Kanye? These are better lyrics and there's other stuff, I guess. This thing's a fucking 10 out of 10. I, it's true. This bird can't be changed, Hicks. I'd agree with you. That's what Kanye's saying here. This is actually Kanye. Oh, no. I can't change. This is Skinner. Kanye's a good fucking guitar player, too. Alright, that's good. Um, let's take it down. Here's Bill. Bill, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And uh, Pepper, make sure you tell Mr. Walker I said Happy Thanksgiving. But you Aww. should be proud you don't get this shit. Just fucking move on with your life. It's garbage. Well, no. I don't think I don't. so. I think that song sounded great. Because that wasn't Kanye West. Mm. Um, here is, uh, well, what does Lady Trucker want? Yes, Lady Trucker. Oh. 
Yeah, I got a leg-breaking uh, Ichiban. Sherwin Sleeves, one-man play. Whisper, pray, make room premieres next Friday. Yeah, we've already posted up on 202 Friends. Okie dokie. All right, bye-bye. See, well, okie turkey. Yeah, she's saying okie turkey to people right now, because it's like when people say happy turkey day, Yeah. which I fucking despise. That's annoying shit. I think you should only say hi to each other one way. Thanksgiving is coming. Hurrah, hooray. And that's all you should say about this day. It's coming tomorrow, they say, they say. Uh, I'll tell you, one good thing about fucking uh, not being in school, like elementary school anymore, is you don't have to cut out those fucking turkey things with your hand as the background. Oh, what the fuck? I remember bringing one of those home. I had a fucking A written on it. Nice. I showed it to my dad. He goes like this. He goes, you traced your fucking hand. So what? Wait, it's not a turkey. Wasn't proud it of you? stinks. No. He goes like this. Do me a favor. Bring some math home so I know that you're not fucking ruining your life. Um, I go, ruin my life? Dad, I'm fucking seven. He goes, you see, this is a fucking crystal ball. Your life is going nowhere, son. Jesus. Nowhere. It's harsh. Um, he called me a bad seed. Uh, here's uh, Ray. Ray, you're on my face. Hi, Ron. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm just listening. Uh, you guys are talking about the Pitchfork rating. And you went through, like, the Eamon Tobin album, the Radiohead album. Those are all great albums. But all that Pitchfork does is just rate the the top album that hipsters should all love this year. <laughs> I, I know, weird. look, I know some people hate the idea of criticism. That That, you know, it should just, but at the same time, You've got Pepper going, well, don't just judge it by album sales, or else you'd have to give it to fucking Justin Bieber. You know? Basically. If we didn't have any kind of critis criticism, you would have to say, well, uh, fucking Terminator 2 is the best fucking movie ever. Hell yeah. Wait. And every rom-com is better than a Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> by the way, I'm, I've turned my back on rom-coms. Why? And I'm into this. Rom-droms. Where oh. it's a romantic drama, a rom drum. I much prefer a rom com. How do you know? Until you saw romantic drama, <laughs> like like this, it'd be like this. I'm not even sure I like you at all, and Jesus. I'm very serious about this. And don't laugh. <laughs> you know, something like that, a rom drum. No, you need your you need your roms with some com in them because it's well, more lighthearted. How you do you want, know? You don't want to be sad. You don't want drama in it. It can be excitement in a drama. Okay. It doesn't just have to be sadness. Drama doesn't mean sadness, Johnny Drama. They should uh, have thriller com, uh, romantic th thrillers. Thrill coms? Yeah, thrill coms. Just com. fucking wait until we get the rom drums going before you go ahead. All right. Um, Joe, you're on my face. What's up, boys? What can we do? Uh, you, uh, Pepper mentioned the uh, DJ Shadow introducing. Have you listened to that album? Uh, I've heard it, yeah. Give it a listen again. It's an incredible piece. I, I wasn't shitting on it. No, you were. You were. All right, I'm gonna, what's the name of the album? Introducing. Introducing by who? DJ Shadow. All right. Uh, DJ Shadow introducing. Uh, and this is an album that you... What is it about this album that you love, sir? It's like the quintessential trip-hop album of the late 90s. It, it really defines right. that whole genre of music. Let's put it on. All right. This is the first track. So far, I gotta tell you, I dig it. It's incredible, Ronnie, right? Yeah. It's strong. It's got that fucking southern rock thing that I like so much. Wait till the, wait till the beat drops. Wait till the beat yeah. drops. It's carpet. 
I got news for you. I think this is better than the Outlaws. This doesn't sound like you just shadow. The Outlaws, of course, Florida's guitar army. They had a guitar army. They called themselves the Outlaws. Badass. All right, listen to this. Oh, that's fucking strong. I give this a 10 out of 10. I gotta go see this guy. Let me know when he's in the club. No, not the Outlaws Motorcycle Group. Neil, you're on the Run of Show. Hey, Ronnie B, can you play me another uh, song off of that self-titled album? Uh, give me back my bullet, bitch. Thank you. See, there you go. There's a lot of good music, though. I like it, Pepper. Uh, this is um, Lynn Skinner. You love classic rock. That's your thing. Nothing wrong with that. Why don't you tie Dye up a fucking shirt and hang out from with me for a while? Okay. I was never invited, but since now it's out there. What do you want to do? You want to do something with me? You want to go out to dinner one night? What do you want to do? You want to go fucking high and I'll just watch it? <laughs> or you want me to get high with you? I don't want you to get high with me, Ron. That'd be bad. I don't want you going high in. Buzz, what's on your mind right now? You mad at Dan Deardorff still? Still a little no, upset uh, with him. Why? I got another horse racing tip on the uh, on the phone in there. I don't know if I'm going to fucking lay my money down on this one, though. Last one that came in, fucking, if I would have bet money, I would have blown up in my fucking face. Hmm. Why don't you do it? Why don't you put some down? I think I will this time. It is from a different listener. Some guy who partially owns a horse or some shit. He said his trainer said the horse is really gonna, definitely going to win. Don't get it. Don't do it. <laughs> fucking go in strong on it. Should I? Yeah. Drop some fucking real cash on it. I'll go yeah. to bodog.com. Sure. Start an account. <laughs> Since the fucking OT, I can't find an OTB, all four of them in my neighborhood closed down. Yeah, they don't need them anymore. Bullshit. I like the OTB. There's a lot of characters in there. Little degenerates. Why do you start rolling them bones? What do you, what, why do you have the time to wait for a horse race? Why don't you fucking pop them dice down? I'll play, I'll play a street game with some CeeLo or whatever. There's so many, there's so many uh, rules and craps. I'll play it, though. What fucking rules you need? None? <laughs> well, CeeLo is Strongest just... person takes the money? <laughs> is that your idea of gambling? <laughs> It's you gamble every past. time you drink and take pills. That's gambling enough for you. Basically. Larry, you're in Fez. Yeah, how about uh, Ice Cube's uh, Tuesday's Gone, bitches? <laughs> it's the same exact fucking joke as the last guy. And he has to bring up Ice Cube from 20 fucking years ago. You're struggling, sir. Your humor makes you struggle. So anyway, Fezzy, before you... Parents can pull back out. You gotta have something on your mind. With uh, American Idol, speaking of music, um, they're changing the the days of the week that they're broadcasting on next year. They, they have no right to change the no. days of the week. The days of the week should be where. Now, where are they moving Wednesday to? They're not in charge of calendars. Now, All right, now we're going to have a Wednesday in the middle of our weekend. Fuckers. The show is moving days, not the... Those, they have no right to move days. If anything, they should move their fucking show. That's, not move the nights. That's what they're doing. The days are staying the same. Wait. The show is moving. Hmm. So that's nothing for me to worry about then. So they're going to do the results show on Thursday. And here's my little theory on this. That this is... They know they've already taken a dip in the ratings from last year. 
They're expecting it again this year because they don't have Simon Cowell. They are setting up an excuse because they're going to be going up against shows like CSI and The Big Bang Theory, which all get huge ratings. They don't want this to go back to the fact that, oh, we don't have Simon here. So they're going to have this Thursday night lineup as their excuse. What? So that's my Big Bang Theory on uh, American Idol. That's brilliant. So they want to tube their show? They don't want to tube it. But they see that it's going to happen no matter what. That the ratings are already dropping from their really lackluster season last year. Now they don't have... Where did they finish in the ratings last year? Well, I think they were first, but they were like down. It's very odd to hear somebody who finished first in a million fucking TV shows be considered lackluster. Um, Ron, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Fezzi. Uh, my wife works at a doctor's office here in St. Louis, and Deardorff is one of the patients. I want to know if you want me to go in there and hit him in the fucking face with a staircase banister or something. It's doable. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to attack uh, Dan Deardorff. Now it sounds right. like you're asking for uh, an attack on a celebrity. That's what it sounded like to me. So I no. I was just going to do you a favor, buddy. Thank you for the offer. You don't get that every day. You don't cut a broadcaster breakfast. Well, I I I cut broadcasters breaks, but you know what you ought to do? Go on his message board and his Twitter page, and write mean things about him. Let him know. Um, here's uh, Mark. Mark, you're on the Run Fez show. Fezzy, American Idol is a multi-multi-million dollar enterprise, and when you're running something like that, you don't sabotage it by making excuses of putting it on Thursday night so that it, it's going to fail. I think it's a personal thing with Simon Cow. They want to act like it's successful without him, but they know the ratings have been dropping. They're not as successful, and they want to have some other excuse ready to go so they don't have to say, this is because Simon left. They don't want to have to say, no, we made the wrong decision with Steven Tyler, who's now the boy Paula. So it's easier to say we put it on the wrong night? Yes, it's easier to say, yes, we're up against stiff competition. Absolutely. Then confess that Simon Cowell left and ruined their show? So I guess it's only their results night is moving. Right. On Thursday. So they can still finish number one with their Wednesday show. Yeah. And then just yeah. have a results thing on Thursday. Um, they could still end up being the number one show in the country, though. Oh, sure. Yeah, with Wednesday. Right. All right. Um, so what are we arguing about or what are we on this different sides about? I just wanted to put it out there that my theory on why this thing's moving to Thursday nights. You know, they also have a new theme song on American Idol, too, which is surprising. Wow. Because the theme song they had was, is it eight years? Is it ten years? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it is ten years. Well, here's the new theme song, and I love it. Play it pretty for Atlanta. Because that free bird's going to fly. I'm a bird, and not the kind of bird that eats worms kind of bird that rides around in a truck honking at ladies <laughs> here's the bird you're getting from me everybody because the south's gonna ride again 
Fuck you and fuck the whore you rode in on. Skinner boys. Um, Fezzy, we got somebody in the business. Uh, Randy is in the business and wants to test this theory of yours that they're moving the show to Thursday nights to tank it. Uh, they want to go from number one to being off the air because they're jealous of, I don't know, Simon somebody. Uh, big Randy, how are you? A big S307, buddies. What do you say, pal? Hey, just, yeah, the, it's a pretty good strategy by Fox. They're, try, they're moving uh, Idol to Wednesday and Thursday because they want. Uh, they don't have to keep it on Tuesday because Glee's been very, very good this year. I mean, it's number one with 18 to 49. It's, it doesn't need American Idol's help, and they can have three solid nights now wow. and, com- and can really compete. I mean, Bones is strong, so they moved that to nine, and they have Idol on. They could, they could be a big player on uh, Thursday night now. Do you think, depending on the hour that it's in, it could take on CSI or Grey's Anatomy? Well, CSI is, has been downtrending ever since the, the cast change. And with CSI also and Grey's Anatomy, there are two shows that will be DVR'd. So their Live 7 numbers will be good uh, with the uh, DVR usage in there. But uh, shows like uh, American Idol and Dancing with the Stars, they, 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 people watched it at the time. So at the time, and what you'll see in the overnights is that the number for uh, American Idol or Dancing or any reality show will be stronger. But if you look back in a couple of days after the DVR usage, it'll be a lot closer. Now, so you're saying that Fez says that people destroy their franchise shows just because they're embarrassed over a star not being there anymore. You're disagreeing with that? I, I, I would think that that might be something NBC might do. Right. Because, because they're just downtrending and they're pretty pathetic in the last couple of uh, years. But no, I don't think that uh, Fox wants to make money in that situation. Steve uh, Tyson told me a joke. He says, NBC, that uh, stands for not good at anything. And I go, Steve, I go, that doesn't even make sense. And then he says to me, and I'll quote, I'm, well, my head hurts from that trash can. Oh, acronym joke. All right, so Fez, you feel like Randy's just busting your balls again, or I think Randy's being a little naive. No, I... I don't watch Glee. Do you watch the Glee show at all? No, I don't watch Glee. It's very, very big, and every week the kids will come out and sing uh, different songs and try to make those songs incredibly popular. It's the most shocking show I've seen to build such an audience. To completely take over uh, and have the numbers it has. Uh, you'd think it's just like a fringe show where it has its own like cult following, but it does huge numbers. Yeah, there's all kinds of... I know it's big with women, but it's oddly big with men. Here the kids are singing last week. And uh, this one, <laughs> I just loved. It actually made me cry a little bit. Because it's such a good song, and to see all those fresh-faced young kids singing it. If Fox is smart, they'll probably get Mary Cheney to do Idol so that he could just get uh, the conservative people to go out and watch and vote. They should. They ought to do it. Uh, the Bristol Palin, is she going to win this, uh, Randy, you think? Yeah, you know what I was, I was just speaking to people at work is, I don't watch the show, but they gave her tens last night, the judges I've heard, so that to try to justify her winning. So they like set it up like she's been getting bad uh, scores the whole time out, but now she's getting ten. So because they know the the writing's on the wall, but that's what you have a reality show. People go and vote. I got no problems with it. You know that's the audience that's out there. Right, but they shouldn't fake it. The, the judges have a right to say you're not as good, you stink, and it's just because your mom is popular. 
I leave it at that. That I don't see why that would be bad either. It's supreme. It's not the Supreme Court. I no. Mean, TV reality judges. They can say whatever they want on those shows. It doesn't matter. Uh, they, they, the American Idol judges don't really impact uh, the later voting. If people have a fan favorite or they have like some type of viral thing going out, that usually overcomes anything that some uh, former dancer is going to say. There's no real in reality. There just isn't. It's just no. all fake. It's fun, right. to, it's fun to watch for those for those people that don't like watching scripted shows like I do. But you know they well, have to have their things to watch. I think it's fun for people that have no arms and legs and are stuck in front of a TV. <laughs> that I have no problem with them sitting there watching that. But they can't fill out a diary if it's not a metered market. So. Now the skating with the stars. Uh, what an awful what an awful debut that they had. Another uh, thing that I thought that they should have put uh, it on without a dancing uh, lead-in, just trap the uh, viewers there. If you're a dancing fan, make them just watch that, because after people watch dancing, they just left. They're like, we're not going to watch skating after this. Right. What's the difference between skating or dancing with bad celebrities? Well, there's ice. These shoes and... with a little blade on it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take you over to Rockefeller Center. When we're done. But you know who the, the best skater was last night, Fuzzy? Who's that? Bobby Clark. And I don't know. I think <laughs> it's cheating because, you know, he was a hockey player. But I'm only bringing that up because they're knocked down. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the 70s Flyers were in the crowd uh, cheering him on, too, uh, which was great. Hold on, Randy. Somebody wants to say that you're absolutely wrong. Here's Allison in Florida. Allison, what do you got? Yeah, I just want to make a correction. Bristol did not get any 10s. She got three nines in her first dance. But, which still was inflated, in my opinion. Uh, you thought she deserved what? She deserved eight at best. Okay. So I'm not going to dispute this, those votes just so that I won't have this conversation about the judges <laughs> on uh, Dancing with the Stars. So now, uh, I, I'll believe her. Allison, who is she dancing against? Because I haven't seen this yet. Uh, Jennifer Grey and Kyle Massey. Okay. And what numbers did they get? Uh, Jennifer got perfect scores for the whole night, all tens. Uh, Kyle got three nines for his first dance, and um, he got two tens the second time and a mm. nine. Well, this is much more exciting than finding out Dexter's wife died in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was, uh, and the baby was in there. Yeah, covered in yeah. blood. Am I, I? Maybe I should change my viewing habits. Yeah. All right, uh, Allison. So, who's going to win this whole thing? I'm afraid Bristol, because it's, there's definitely a conspiracy, because I tried to vote, and I could not for 45 minutes. Left. All right, so people are saying conspiracy over and over, uh, which yeah. is an odd word to use. All right, Randy, we'll talk to you later. All right, see you later, buddy. All right, Allison, I'm glad that you're breaking the story on this. <laughs> that is, it's conspiracy. Um, and I think this is what they're going to do with the election next time. I think Bristol... Palin is going to be elected the next president of the United States of America. She's running? Yeah. She's running against Snooki from Boardwalk Empire. What about Snooki? Is she going to be thrown in this? Snooki is, if you want to know the truth, I don't even think she could win president of Jersey Shore. Oh. I don't even think she's the most popular person of her and her friends. No, it's She's reckless. <laughs> she gets fucked up, sure. She drinks to to puke and her pussy always fucking falls out oh my god i'm just saying you know something i want this to be a show by gentlemen for gentlemen that's how i see the run of fest show uh, i'd say i'm a gentleman i'm just saying her pussy falls out sometimes on the tv that show. part of it keeps you from being a gentleman really yeah gentlemen don't say those sort of things mm -mm. you would say gash or slit 
Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know pussy was ungentlemanlike. It is ungentlemanlike. What about her box? See her box when she uh, gets into fights. So, they fucking pixel it out. I know, but you know it's there. Even when she's dancing at the club, pussy falls out. All right, stop it. Say, talk correctly. You can see How come I'm the only one in this, Fez? This is the second fight I've had today. I, I look over and you're like this. I need you to be equally offended as I am. You know, when we had Earl and Dave here, this place would run perfectly. I never had a complaint. And I used to say on a daily basis, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Earl. You I, guys. I remember those days. And even before that, Billy Staples made everything perfect. And Fez used to do the show then, too. Remember, Fez? Yeah. What was your name in those days? Fez. I don't know why I called you Todd. Um, here's uh, Junior in Texas. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey, I'm going to watch this shithole of a show tonight just because I know I'm going to hear these words. It was the record voting ever. It broke all-time record. X millions of people voted, and it was by the closest margin ever so that they can pass off this shithole um, show so that we think it's not this conspiracy. But you can't tell me that these producers don't, don't have uh, everything to do with this. Well, yeah, of course they do, because the people who produce these shows are the worst people ever. But worse than that, the people watching at home are the biggest rubes in history and i got no fucking i got no sympathy you go there you're walking down the midway people are calling you over and fucking you know taking your fucking money this is your fault i'm not gonna go in there and go oh what are you carnies up to carnies do a carny thing that's what carnies do and like the winner of the show, that's just for like bragging rights, right? It's not like getting charity involved or no. They pay them salaries. They're paid salary employees. That's fucked. This up. Crystal Palin is going to make herself about a half a million dollars for fucking losing some weight and dancing this year. And you get a disco ball trophy. Seriously? Yep. Oh. This is what I'm talking about when I said the ropes. Mark Mizark brought up disco ball trophy. I tell you about five hundred thousand dollars, and he's gone plus trophy. Oh man, James, you're running fast. Ron, uh, next time you do a spoiler, can you give a spoiler alert? I'm on season four, disc two of Dexter. Dude, uh, I'm going to fucking let you know this, too. The North won the Civil War. I could see if you don't want me to bring up Sunday night's episode, but the last... fuck Yes, she was found in a tub filled with blood, and Dexter's baby was sitting in it. And that news, that spoiler alert, is eight months old. They're just saying, don't bring up the end of The Godfather. I really want to find out if Sonny wins. Oh, no. Come on. This fuck... I, I cannot sit around and watch out for people from a year and a half ago. <laughs> two years ago. The O&A producers just went by. Did they thank you, uh, us for the little production work that we did for them yesterday? Yes, they did. Who was behind it all? I believe it was, uh, I, I believe it was Troy. Yeah. Fez thought he wrote like shit. I just want this out here. And tell me if I'm telling you the truth, Fez. You said, uh, this is what, this is what Fez said. He goes, we got some stuff from 
that the ONA producers want us to read for, and he go, and I go, well, we're we going to read it. He goes, no, I don't want to do it. So I go, why not? He's he said because you end up sounding like an asshole, and I come up over the top gay, and I go, how is that different from our entire fucking career? Those guys never ask us to do shit. Let's read it. So we read it through, and they're going to piece it in later to some other hack fucking bit that the producers have done, some shitty Thanksgiving boat ride with Bobo. I don't know what it is, and quite frankly, I don't care. Fez Watley was refusing to do the Fez voice <laughs> and was reading it like this. Oh, yeah, look at the ass on him. And I'm like, come on, Fez. Do your Fez voice. I did. You were so difficult yesterday. Yeah, I was, uh, well, bad day to begin with, but I just wasn't getting it. I wasn't understanding. I knew they were going to piece it together later, but I just wasn't getting the context of it. Well, you're being nice and truthful now, but I will tell you this. Yesterday, I give you the goose egg. You got a zero for yesterday's show. Today's show? Wow, four stars. Four stars. Wow. Congratulations, Fez Watley. Out of how many? Well, obviously out of 100 stars. Oh. But that still means you're four stars up from yesterday, which gives you a two-day average of two stars, which puts you in last place. Uh, and you're going to have to stand over here next to fucking um, Bristol Palin. Do you know, this is the Dancing with the Stars. They had Bristol Palin this year. Uh, they had an ex-football uh, player, too. Uh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. They had, after that, the uh, Jennifer... Jennifer Gray. Gray. Gray, who hasn't been on TV in 100 years. No. Then, so you're like, okay, these are kind of stars. The next person who was in it was the Mexican guy who wears the Elmo suit over in Times Square. <laughs> he was in it. Then they had the Mexican guy in the SpongeBob suit. Whoa. And the Mexican guy. <laughs> and then finally, Stalker Patty. So I'm like, how are these fucking stars? Hey, good for Patty. Oh, what if we did a bit called Dancing with the Tards? And we'll set it up so it could be like on Pal Talk. I know, that's so 2006. But I can't get a TV deal for this. And we'll just use the, you know, the regular types. We'll webcast it. Nothing wrong with that. And get some real dancers to teach them. Um, this is Patty's Twitter, by the way, Stalker Patty. Today, I had the pleasure of meeting Lee Majors, a $6 million moment. Stalker wow. Patty, living the life that Fez Watley should be living. I was too nervous to say anything to him. I just walked past him in the hallway. She just hugged him. How weird is this? Mikhail's Navy, uh, Lee Majors, $6 million man, and staying in at night. The two things that Patty and Fez have together. It's huge. What is it? It's huge. You guys should... I thought you said juge. It's juge. It came off <laughs> sounding like it was a very large Jewish person. A juge. Um, let's plug this Leaves play again. Is it this weekend that it's playing? It is going to be this coming Friday at the Players Ring in Portsmouth. And that is Whisper, Pray, Make Love. If you want more details on that, go to Sleeves' website, radioghost.com. Or go to 202 Friends. And I'm going to tell you, Sleeves, all kidding aside, 
Um, we haven't, you know, he hasn't sent us any music in a while. He is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life, and I will always be a gigantic fan of everything that he does. Just, I just think that the guy's amazing and completely unique. Unlike, no offense here, Pepper Hicks and Fez Watley, who were dime a dozen stooges doing the same act what? as everybody else out there. Huh? No offense to either one of you. I'm offended. But you're fucking cookie cutters. Oh, That's on. it. Come you're on. just the fucking stamp. No. Where a person likes sleeves. And plug it again, Fez. And plug it like people should go and enjoy this show. It's Sleeves' new one-man musical, Whisper, Pray, Make Room, this coming Friday. That's November 26th at the Players' Ring in Portsmouth. Uh, where's Portsmouth, Fez? In uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I'm guessing. Uh, I don't. I thought there. I know there's one in Maine. I didn't know there was one in New Hampshire. Um, but either way, we're looking at it. We're talking off Broadway. Can we find out where that is? It's uh, it's New Hampshire. One hundred five Marcy Street. Uh, what street is it? One hundred five Marcy Street in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Why do you bring it up that way? Like it's a friend of yours. I'm just saying, you know, Marcy Street, one hundred five. All right, plug Sleeve's uh, website again. Radioghost.com. He's a tremendous talent. Now, do I need to break here, and then we'll come back and wrap it up? Yeah, we should break here. Now, I got some good news for you guys. What's that? Uh, well, I'm talking for the listeners, not for you. Oh. I never have any good news from you. Oh, fuck. Um, the worst news for you, Hicks, would yes. be God is real, <laughs> and your sins will be counted against you. I'm fucking hoping that's not happening. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, Fez, the worst news for you, all the anti-gay stuff in the Bible, true. That's a vengeful God. Is it? Or are you vengeful fucking sinners? Uh, hold on. Um, Mark in New Hampshire, you're on my Fez. Ron Portsmouth is in New Hampshire, and it's separated from Maine by a tiny river. Oh, all right. So it's Have you what? Portsmouth, Ron? Uh, maybe I've been here and there. Maybe I've done a couple things in my life, Mark. I want you to go see this, though, because Sleeves is a tremendous, tremendous talent. I just put it on the calendar, buddy. Beautiful. After that, put it on the calendar. That way, if you're making yourself some coleslaw, you'll be able to look it up, all right? Delicious. Okay. I got a break here. Uh, when do we ever play in these promos, Fez? Did the promos ever play? They're uh, playing. They're playing. How come I never hear them throughout the day? They're playing in uh, if during breaks. Hmm. All right. Uh, Got to take a break here. You're making a face at me, Fez. Yeah, because I forgot something again. Do you shit your pants? No. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go down and sit on that toilet one every day, no matter what you have to do. Even if you're just sitting for a while. I usually don't have to go. You forgot to hold it in? Yeah. Oh. He's done something to his asshole that doesn't have the tighten up that oh. yours has. Oh, Jesus. Let's say it's stretched out. How could that happen? Ass fucking. Oh. Uh, oh. Don't take it the wrong way. There's only one way you can take that. Yeah. Wrong and dirty. Huh? Exactly. All right, we got a break here. Uh, what did you forget, Fez? You've never brought it up. I forgot the. Um, we had to cut a couple of NFL promos today. Well, who asked for that? That was Rob Cross. Well, why don't you and Rob cut them together? Hi, I'm Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez Show. I'm Rod Cro Rob Cross, their uh, program director. And off the two of you go.
I think he wants me and you to do them. But did he want us to do them at the very end of the show again? No, he didn't. No, that was me. Uh, Fez? Yes? I'm scratching off stars. Oh, man, that's really going to bring down my two-day average. Um, who's the picture of? Elvis and Sleeves? That's Elvis and Lee Majors. I thought it was Elvis and Sleeves. Elvis and Lee Majors, and the title of this should be, We Had Sex with the Same Girls. At the same time? Someone said to me uh, today, they wrote to me this, How come you always bring up when girls have sex with multiple guys? But you never bring up when guys have sex with multiple girls. What? I think I I think we have uh, definitely given some uh, hurrahs to Coxmans over the years. Yeah. Fuck yes. So you're saying this writer is wrong? I'm gonna say they're just a little paranoid, maybe. Paranoid. Paranoia. Gotcha. Paranoia, big destroyer. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. It's a run of fest show. The virus. Sirius 197 XM 202. Ron and Fez. A shindle. A fiesta? It's tonight, right? Better be. That ball drops. I'm going to grab a slut. I'm just going to pee in her butt. Well, we're getting ready to wrap this one up. Uh, Fez, you said you had some stuff that we have to do, though, promos? Yeah, just a couple of uh, promos for the NFL Network. Uh, which one's first? Um, uh, Colts is first. Okay. I'm Ron Bennington. And I'm Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez Show, weekdays on the virus on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we search Indianapolis for homeless people to fill in for the injured Colts. Then we check into this new high-scoring team we've never seen before. They call themselves the Bills. The Ron and Fez Show, weekdays, starting 11 a.m. in the east on the virus. I'm Ron Bennington. And I'm Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez Show, weekdays on the virus on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, it's our Vince Young Meltdown Shoulder Pad Giveaway. Then we plan Brad Childress's Going Away Affair. It'll be a no-surprise party. The Ron and Fez Show, weekdays starting 11 a.m. in the east on the virus. That's it. Brilliant. We're on our way now. No stopping us. The uh, In Great Britain, there's uh, overwhelming polls wanting Prince William to leapfrog over his father, to uh, Prince Charles, to be the next King of England, now that the engagement announcement is out there. Uh, I don't know how we can be civilized people in the year 2011 is coming up. And still use words like kings and queens. It's fucking ridiculous. When we're talking about kings and queens, it should only be the king and queens uh, of queens. And that, of course, is the great uh, Kevin James. Uh, and his lovely queen was, uh, I don't know, strange little girl. I don't know whether she was Puerto Rican or Italian. Um, I'm not sure. Mm. Leah Remini. Very attractive. Yeah, I wasn't asking for a name. I was asking for her ethnic background. I think if we picked our king of England, it would probably be Ricky Gervais. 
just uh, America's favorite Brit. Hi, Ben. News for Paul McCartney, who's toured this country now for 50 years. Or you mean America's most recent Brit? Well, I think, I guess right now favorite, sure. Maybe he should be our John John Kennedy. Just the most recent. Now, who do you think would draw bigger, Ricky Gervais or the kids from Coldplay? Well, I would think Ricky Gervais. Does tours of America. No, I mean, he's, he's toured before. Where did he tour? New York. But yeah, all right, I'm going to vote for him. Ricky Gervais is our king. Uh, Hicks, spread the word. King Gervais. It's already decided? I don't know. I don't know where to even go with this. I don't know what to say back to him. If we pick the king of England, we pick Ricky Gervais. What David Bowie? Sure. No, 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 no. The most recent. Well, we pick someone that's been like knighted, like Ian McKellen or something. Or Harry Potter. Potter could work. Mm. Hermione could be queen. Maybe <coughs> Ricky could be our king of cable. Jimmy Page, Robert Plant. They might have been kings in their day, maybe. But well, they're not their day anymore. They're dead. Unlike Prince Charles, who's older than them. Tell the bad news. Uh, it's not your day anymore. All right, I'll send that out right away. It's Ricky Gervais's day. Good for Ricky. <clears throat> I Who guess doesn't like Ricky? Long, I guess it's a long time coming. Yeah, yes. He's been big now for five years. I wonder if Louis C.K. would be somewhere in his court, since they seem to be so tight. Can't put American in your court. Oh, you're... Fuck. But way to try to make small talk on it. Because I think that is where we were going. Coming up in December, it will be search, search, hurry up and search. Every day we're on the air in December. Great prizes we're giving away. People like Brian Wilson, James Cameron, we've got autographed items from them. Also, Ice Cube, Michael McKeon, signed season one of Laverne and Shirley. We've got a DVD copy of Wag the Dog, signed by David Mamet. All this coming up in December during Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search on the Ron and Fez Show. Well, we're getting ready to wrap this one down. Hicks, you got any Thanksgiving plans? Uh, as of right now, no. I mean, it's a plan that I had last year, which would be a uh, bottle of Johnny Walker. Right? What happened to your chick inviting you over like she does for Jewish holidays? No, no, she invited me. I said, uh, maybe next year. Next year's the year I'll start hanging out with people. Maybe. What is the... Why? Because the mom thinks still? I don't know. I just feel I feel like, you know, sitting at home drinking by myself. Is it, the, the holidays make you sad? A little bit. It's just weird still, you know? It's just weird. It's only been, what, a year now? Right. A year and change. Well, just try to think of it. This might even make you feel better. You're, you're what, 25 years old? I'm 27 now. All right, 27. Maybe this will make you feel better. Jim Morrison was dead when he was your age. So you're really have lived a full life. It's true. 
Well, at least he's getting some of his uh, crimes uh, rescinded down in Florida. That's right. I like to have some of mine rescinded. 27 is the dangerous age. Janis oh, yeah. Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, I think Kurt Cobain. Yeah, Kurt Cobain, yeah. I don't know whether Bradley, I think Bradley Knoll was 28. I don't know why I always think that you're younger than you are. But I always thought you were doing good. You're doing terrible for 27. Fall apart. Yeah, you are. But may, maybe this will make you feel better. Okay. You're not having any uh, relatives to see you do this. Your parents are dead. Yeah, that's How true. about this? How about if we'd like to end the show with people saying... Thank you to a year of service to our own Chris Stanley. Because I'd like to say this. Chris Stanley, thank you. I don't know what I'd do without you. Oh, there's no need. There's no. no need, Ronnie B. Let me thank you. You could have, uh, you know, like uh, people who have left this show, Dave, Earl, Fez, you could have walked out. But you stayed. You stayed. I'm right here, Ronnie B. I know you are. Working so, this fucking board. I want to do. I want to go out with our last Thanksgiving break here of people saying thank you to Chris Stanley. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Um, Bill, I'd like you to say thank you to Chris Stanley. Thank you, Chris Stanley. Isn't that nice of you, Bill? See, Bill uh, wants to say thank you. I guess you're welcome, Bill. You got anything else for us, Bill? Well, James Dean was also 27. But you're I out of your goddamn mind. Scream. James Dean was 25. Please don't scream at me, Ron. Don't I'll ever think that you could call here with James Dean uh, fake trivia and get it by me. It's I'm not going to happen that, that way. You found that picture of people you, that died. No, you're wrong. Yeah, it's people who died, and he did die young, but he was 25 years old. He was not 27 years old. Don't sit like here I'm... at the end of the show when we're doing a, a Chris Stanley thank you fest and ruin it. I'm sorry you had to hear that, Chris. I'm going to cut it out of the uh, out of the best of. Bill, you're on running fest. Big S, 29, my buddy. What do you got, Bill? I just want to thank Chris Stanley for all the times that he went to church and pulled for our Phillies. There you have it. Charlie, you're on running fest. Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, Chris, thank you for all the service you do, man. You make the show great. And, uh, hey, let's hear some more social distortion, buddy. Thanks. Uh, here's Will. Will, thank you for Chris Stanley. Yeah, uh, Chris Stanley, thank you for making me realize how much I love Lily. There you go. So people You're welcome, cockfuck. are easy with that. I, well, I'll cut that out of the best stuff, too. But I really want this to go nice. Renee, would you like to do a thank you for Chris Stanley? Yes, Chris, thank you so much for allowing me to remember that King Ralph was an American and took over the court of England. Here's uh, Vernon. You thank go. you. That's just a recent thanks. You had a thank you for Chris Stanley. Yeah, appreciate it, Pepper. Here's way to step up, man. See, that's nice. Oh, These are things that you need to be... What, what is it, Rustin? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thanks to, to Chris Stanley. Well, you know what? That's real nice, and every once in a while, I like to see you treat Fez nice. Jamie, I'm running Fez. Hey, I just want to say thanks to Chris Stanley and tell him that, hey, it could be worse. You could be flying to Florida with a bunch of people that hate you. Here's Pat. Pat, you wanted to do a thank you, a Christmas, I'm uh, not a Thanksgiving thank you for Chris Stanley. 
from one parentless prick to another, Chris, you're the best. Love you. Have a good Thanksgiving, sir. Now, I want you to think about this, Chris. And, yeah, life has given you some rough things, but people out there love you, Pepper. Tiff, you're on Run Fez. Yeah, Pepper, thanks for another year. Great tunes and a great hacking cough. You're the man, buddy. All right, here's Robert. Robert, a Thanksgiving thank you for Chris Stanley. Hey, Pepper, I want to thank you for introducing me to the Trailer Park Boys, buddy. Thanks. Hell yeah. Here's Josh. Josh, what would you like to say to Chris? I'd like to thank him, and also, could he do a Thanksgiving prayer for us? He's not real good at that. Eric, you're on the Ron and Fez show. What would you like to say to Chris Stanley? I just wanted to thank him so much for a great, great year and many more that are probably to come. And, uh, you know, don't drink too much of that Johnny Walker. We want to keep you around a little bit more. I'm always gone. praying for you, buddy. Thanks. Here's Jay. Jay, you're on Fez. Hey, Pepper. My parents are dead, too. Thanks. Okay. Uh, here's Elias. You're on Ron Fez. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Chris Stanley. Uh, even though he's a degenerate scumbag gambler, um, you know he's a uh, he's a second mic instead of the other guy. What's his name again? Fez. I'd say I don't want to turn this as a negative thing against Fez. Fez also came up with that Ricky Gervais as King thing that made total sense. But Chris, I do want this to get into your head. Fez is going to be with his family. I'm going to be with his family. Even a piece of shit like the Draft House kid who his family's on the other side of the country, they flew here to be with him in New York. Ten yeah. of them. Yeah. I so hope Posse's got there. There is love in the world that you are not getting, but I want to point something out to you. These anonymous listeners love you. But here's one that's not so anonymous. It's Rorschach. Oh. Rorschach, go ahead. Hey, I want to thank uh, Chris Stanley for his great taste in music on the show, and I especially love the Jerry Lee Lewis Day. Well, I like to do a lot of Jerry Lee Lewis, and um, thanks. Rich if man. I could bring up something I never hear you do, Chris, I could just ask for. Sure, I like to have a little Richard Day because okay. I don't think a little little Richard gets enough love around here. Oh, fucking pump that shit! Well, then. thank you, Rorschach. Okay, guys. And, have a good uh, by the way, this is yeah. a. I just want to read something to you guys. This got sent to me by. Our own Eastside Dave. It was it was actually sent here by messenger, telegraphed. Ah, uh, I've been inside and in charge of mine, and when that child and ah uh, how gangster light night. <laughs> oh, it was only a bowling tray, and if I stay in the way till the other, until the now, oh, whoa, sweet child of mine. <laughs> so there is love. Thanks, Rushek. John, what would you like to say to Chris? Hey, Pepper, I want to say thanks a lot. Don't forget to uh, to smoke a joint with that Johnny Walker. I'll be high in. Johnny Bay, what do you got for him? Hey, I just wanted to say thanks to Paul Stanley. We really appreciate you. Well, he is the cat or star child. I'm not sure which. Tom, what do you got? Hey, I just want to thank Chris Stanley from the bottom of my heart. I wish him a very happy Thanksgiving. And if you give out that address, brother, I'm going to send you a carton of Marlboro Reds. I'll put you on hold right here. That's right. Pick I'll up seven, you. Steve Tice. <laughs> um, Jim. Jim, what do you got? I just want to say thank you to Chris Stanley for not being Rustin and being the anti-Rustin. And God bless all y'all in Eastside Days. Peace out. Uh, Lee, what do you got for Chris Stanley for Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, I'm a representative of Glaxo uh, Smith Klein Pharmaceuticals. I just wanted to thank Chris for his continued support. Keep on rocking in a free world. Keep the punk body. 
Still Brad, what do you got? Hey, I just wanted to call and, and thank Chris for, for really stepping up when we lost Fez a few months ago. It's a shame that that happened, but thanks, Chris, for doing such a great job and being a big part of this show. Fez is still here. Rob, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, what's up, Pepper? Thank you and for bringing lackluster citizens to new heights. And I'll be coming across the GW Bridge. I'll throw a carton of cigarettes out if you want to catch him. He would do it. Get a raft. He would it. do it. JJ, you're on Runa Fez. Hey, I just wanted to thank Chris Stanley for keeping me up on the hipster scene. I can't imagine how uncool I'd be without him. Not a hipster. Uh, uh, Joey, you're on the Runa Fez show. Want to thank that uh, Chris Stanley. The more he talks, the less I have to listen to that idiot Fez. Uh, first of all, I don't want this to be an anti-Fez thing but a pro Chris Stanley thing. Fez Watley has love. He has a lot of people uh, back there in Florida who love them, uh, love him. And you know why, Fez, they love you? Why is that? You haven't shared the truth with them. So keep that love as long as you can. Uh, Rick, you're on running, Fez. What is? Yeah. How are you? Good. Uh, James Dean was 24. Thank you very much, my friend. Much that love. fucking prick calling and saying that James Dean was in the 27 Club. I'd be furious. Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd like to say a big thank you to Chris Stanley. I loved him in Kiss. Uh, we've already had that joke run. Uh, we're running really late here, so let me just say, let me try to line up as many as we can. And I'll just yeah. say, Ryan, Joe, and Brian, what would you all like to say to Chris Stanley? Pepper, one thank you, Chris Stanley. Faz Marie, hey. we lost Virginia. Thank you, Pepper, for having a mom that was the original steampunk. Thank you for your greasy and your ugly bandanas. Ugly? You know what? The whole thing about Chris's mom being the original steampunk, a steam pipe actually burst out of the ground. And did it burn your mom or just break her leg? Uh, it, it fucked her leg up during the yeah. steam pipe explosion in New York a few years ago. And you still have the uh, thing against the city for yeah, that, against right? Con Edison, yeah, the power company who had the steam the pipe. How much money are you hoping to get from them? I have no clue. It's been like three years and no fucking progress. I think but, the lawyer originally said that on like mid six figures or something. You will, uh, if you stay alive, uh, they'll make you wait ten years for it. Oh, but yeah. when it comes, it'll come in a nice time for you. Exactly. Nice time just fucking pissed it all away. Or yeah. you know, if I got it now, it pissed it all away. Maybe if it was a few years from now, I might not. Yeah, you might wake up a little bit. But the good thing is this gives you an opportunity to piss any money away that you make between here and now. There you go. Uh, Thursday on Thanksgiving, we'll play our annual Thanksgiving show. And what we're also going to do is play some of the old shows uh, over that four-hour period. Stuff with Dave and Earl and... Some of the old friends that stopped by. So that'll all be out there, as well as some new stuff. And a, and, a, and an interview with Arlo Guthrie. Uh, make sure when you get back here, you are ready to win. We start on Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search next Monday. So make sure you're, you're part of that. Fez Watley, Godspeed, my friend. Have a happy Thanksgiving to you, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we'll discuss that on the Big Thursday show. So, um, that's it for us, guys. See you on Monday. Make sure you listen on Thursday, and then we'll replay it on Friday for the Thanksgiving show. And do yourself a favor. Say a prayer 
for Pepper Hicks. Oh. He's still out there on his own. Chris Stanley. And thank you all to all the people who gave that kid love, the Golden Orphan. Thank you, everyone. All right. See you guys Monday. Hey, that's the Ed Dubai Show. Thursday with Harry, Mark, and John. Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV. 